is it about the suburbs? You're listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast. Baby drum solo. <laughs> it is episode 92. Welcome to the Buzz to Kill podcast, where we scream, you scream, we all scream for Glyce Cream. <laughs> Glyce! <laughs> I'm Mike. I'm Jim. And I'm Justin. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, you clearly don't watch SNL and watch the greatest skit ever. That was a good one. It was, it was really good. <laughs> It's the only one. He said Glice! I think it's the only one we've ever talked about <laughs> extensively after the fact. Mm-hmm. Joining us this evening is uh, roommate Jen. Hi. Hey, hey Jen. It's been a while since you've been here. It has. How you been? Good. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, Mike knows how you've been. He sees you every damn day of his life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Unfortunately. Yep. I mean, <laughs> except for you. You should you all were, be so lucky. You were gone for a while. I was. You I was a, gone for like two straight months. You took a trip wow. to the. Uh, the rolling hills of Scotland. She did, I did. Of course. For business. Mm-hmm. And then what? Nash- oh, she got down to business. <laughs> she got down to business. You're terrible. Where else are you? You went to Nashville. You went to Vegas. Back to Nashville. Back to Vegas. Back to Scotland. <laughs> right? No, it was Sweden. <clears throat> Sweden, Vegas. Nah. Germany. Good lord. Back to or Sweden, no, Sweden, Vegas, <laughs> Sweden, Germany, Vegas, Nash, uh, Scotland, Nashville, Scotland. <laughs> Sounds Come like on. bad song can't lyrics. Even, can't even gather all of Sweden, Vegas, oh, Sweden, and then back Nashville, to Vegas. Germany, Sweden, Vegas. <laughs> right. Vegas was the, the last stop for my uncle's um, adoption hearing for their Heartburn boys. indigestion, upset, <laughs> upset stomach diarrhea. Hey, I'll tell you again, life. I went to Sweden, <laughs> Vegas, Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh a lot God. of flying. I definitely racked up the frequent flyer miles. Nice. But you're done now, right? I am, yes. Home for the foreseeable future? Well, I go to North Carolina in a week. No, oh, well. <laughs> oh, you but also, after that, I'm done. You also went to the wild the wild blue yonder of Toledo, Ohio yesterday. Yes. Oh. We the, went uh, on our uh, annual zoo trip to Toledo. Our exotic trip that we do every year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Who's we? Uh, not, not, <laughs> not, not, not you. Not you. <laughs> Sorry. Never been? Don't give a shit. Sorry, Jay. Oh, go with us. <clears throat> Uh, you also went to Nashville, huh? I did. How'd that go? That was excellent. Yeah. Saw lots of we're crazy drunk people, saw lots of cool music stuff. I don't think I knew that, because I've been in Nashville, but I said earlier, I've never been there for like the nightlife. I was too young. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I don't think I realized that it was just like a shit fest after dark, like just oh, people yeah. getting hammered. And... Oh, Jay, I, I think you were telling the story. You saw your first tweaker. Ooh. While you're, while uh, you're second. That was second. Oh, second second tweaker. <laughs> you got walking like a what's his face from Men in Black when he gets the skin suit on. Uh, Edgar. 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 He's twitching and then hanging off your Yeah, he was uh, he was mething out. <laughs> oh. um, the, wild, the wild animals of the wild Nashville. <laughs> Let me. I, I want to tell you about something that happened to me right before I came here. I was given a gift, and I squandered it. So I was playing. We all play HQ trivia, right? True. Uh, and I, 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 what? Oh yeah, you got to tell yours too. So tonight I didn't, I didn't realize that they're they're doing the NBA finals, so they're like racking up the prize money, a hundred thousand yeah. dollars with each game. 
I didn't know that tonight was not one of those, so I felt better after the fact. But so I, I, yeah, I know because five thousand dollars is just chump change. Well, I know. You, well, no, <laughs> I, know, could be I, I noticed. I noticed a push notification. It said HQ was on. And I was like three minutes. Yeah, three minutes ago, and I was like, oh, I, maybe I have time. So I logged on, and the game was already in progress. And usually it tells you, sorry, you're too late, but you can still watch if you want. And it didn't say that. <coughs> so it was the third question. And I was like, I'm just going to hit an answer and see what happens. I hit an answer and it let me play. Oh, nice. So it let me jump in on the third question. Nice. So I got the next two questions right. And then like the, the sixth question, uh, I hit my answer and it was wrong, but it never popped up for... Like the whole like the whole game, there was some kind of glitch where it, the answers didn't pop up. So she's like, I'm just going to move on to the next question. So even though I got it wrong, I still got to play. So then I got the next two answers right, and then I got one wrong. And I was, and then like I continued to watch along and play, and I would have gotten the rest right. Would have won $11, mm-hmm. which is... Hey, that's, that's decent. That's $11. I could buy beer for this show. But, um... What the hell happened? Like I said, I was getting yeah, a gift. Weird. Well, they, it sounded by the like they were kings, and and, it, for, and I squandered it. Yeah, it, it sounded like they were having issues all over the board tonight. Mm-hmm. So they probably you got in on a on a weird technical error. But uh, last night, so we get back from the zoo last night. And we're hanging out at the house, it, and uh, we're playing or whatever. And I got to like question five, and I knew all the answers. And we got to six, and I, and like I didn't really know it, so I guess got it right. Next one didn't really know it, guess got it right. And at this point. Jen and uh, uh, my friend Kristen were out, so we uh, so I'm like sitting here like playing by myself, and I get the next one, the next one. We're on question eleven out of twelve, and it was some question about uh, the other guy that patented the or that tried to patent the telephone on the same day as Alexander Graham Bell, mm-hmm. and the options were Edison, uh, Tesla, Tesla, or some dude we'd never heard of. And I'm thinking to myself. Wait a minute! I know that the Tesla technically invented something before somebody else, and mm-hmm. you don't get a lot of time, so your brain moves so quick. Right. And so I hit it, and immediately go, "Oh, I knew that." Wait, crap! That was the light bulb. He, he was invented, so confident. He invented something that Edison took credit for yeah. long before Edison did, and I was like, "Oh, crap!" It ended up being the dude that we had never heard of. I was like, "Shit!" So you were out on question eleven. Out on at this question point. eleven. Question twelve comes around, and we just spent all day at the zoo. Now, what is one of our favorite? Favorite animal friends at the zoo. Not one of our favorite. Our very favorite well, animal. Our very favorite animal is Quisha. <laughs> oh, Quisha, the, Quisha. the silverback gorilla. But yeah. Okay, so our, our tied for first, there or a go. very close second, would be Carissa. We, we just learned her name yesterday, actually. Carissa uh, the... Uh, <clears throat> sloth bear! The um, sloth bear. She's so beautiful <laughs> and cute, and um, she always would come up and sniff by the glass, and we like my wife's hand in particular, and we always thought, oh, you have a connection with her. The girl yesterday told us that it was actually a—it's actually a rooting a habit, like a feeding, like she was trying to eat my wife. Um, yeah, I'll call you the slaughter. Um. <laughs> anyway, though, so the answer was which one of these is a real species? Snail bear, snake bear, or sloth? Oh my! You gotta be fucking kidding me! Like, we all just like screamed through our hands. That would have won seventy bucks. It's like, it's oh, like, it's so pissed. It's like getting dirt kicked in your face by a sloth bear. Yep. The best yep. part was is on question eleven, he was so confident. He's like, oh, know that one. I know that one. Got it. And then he's like, wait, 
Like you just saw the his face just dropped, and he's yep. like, "Oh no, we've, I think that was wrong." Just the we've, worst. We've all done it though. I did that too. Where the uh, the first question I was trying to swipe the chat away, it was like, "What is Neil Armstrong famous for? Landing on the moon, uh, running a marathon, or like baking?" And then like I hit like like baking brownies or something like that. As I'm trying to swipe the chat, like, no! and, I, and I guessed every single question after that correctly. And you would have gotten all ninety-seven right. cents. I would have won. Come on. <laughs> Good number. It's a good yeah. round number. 97 <laughs> Screw cents. you, HQ. Scott Rogowski, if you're listening, which yeah. I know you're not. Quiz, quiz Khalifa. Um, all right. Well, I think that's about it for what we've got going on. That was in our, our week. Dumb lives. We got drunk and went to the zoo. Yeah. Yep. Well, what more do you want? We didn't get drunk and then go to the zoo. No, we no. We went to the zoo and then got, got drunk, drunk at the zoo. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so um, let's do some corrections. Stupid! You're so stupid! Uh, yeah, so I think you have a couple more than I do. Uh, the one thing that I, I wanted to one. add oh, okay, is that um, Quiet Riot was the documentary. Oh, that I, I thought we were Quiet Riot. <laughs> uh, that I could not think of that has an amazing documentary about, I've never uh, seen it. about getting the band back together after their singer died and like, the trials and tribulations of that. And it's it's fascinating. Right on. It's just like, like middle-aged guys in a rock band. I and saw, it's way more fascinating than it has any right to be. <laughs> I saw them a few years ago at uh, one of the one of the big like outdoor not festivals that they do, but like yeah. the Arts Beats and Eats Festival. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, here in town, not here in town, but Royal Oak. Um, they were good. Yeah, put on a good show for yeah. a bunch of old dudes. Um, <clears throat> Come I just on, feel the nose. girls like you. Mm-hmm. Okay, sir. Uh, <laughs> uh, Judas. Did hang himself. Ah, look at that. I I did I, I didn't question you so much. I just didn't know that. Oh, I yeah. guess I didn't know that. Oh yeah. But um, you said that the death of um, Carlton Hendricks mm-hmm. in Strangeland was very Judas esque. I mean, I do. It was just a, a fly by night observation. But well, Judas hung himself. Yes. He wasn't hung by a mob of people. True. So it's really not Judas esque at all. <laughs> that's, that's you really fair. just pulled that out of your ass. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. That's it. That's all I have. The end. What do you have? Anything <laughs> that's else? It, that's it. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Other than that, it was a good week last <clears> week. <throat> we uh, we, we kind of kind of knew our we shit. We just nailed it. Yeah. As always. Speaking Even of, when we get stuff wrong, we still nail it. biblical things. Hmm? Nailed it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Oh, my God. I work at a church. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you got a bit of a Bible lesson today at the, at I the did. door. I did. I had some Bible thumpers coming to, uh, door to door today. Yeah. And they, it's funny. They opened up the... I opened the door, and I didn't know what it was at first, because they, they weren't um, like Jehovah's Witnesses or, or anything like that. Yeah. And um, what first struck me is that the girl was really cute. Oh, like hey. super cute, but they both. Like, yes, I do like the Bible. That's how they get you. As <laughs> they, a matter of fact, they, I but do. they both. And Jen heard this from from outside the door. They both had really weird cadences to their speech, like, like robotic almost. Real, no. no, no, it was like it I was. I don't even know how to describe odd. it. It was like if an alien learned how to speak English and had like a really weird accent that you just could not place. Like their their like so their cadence was off. Like both it was very. Them. It was almost like slow, purposeful, like. Weird, but not purposeful. Right. It, was, it was really, really bizarre. Can you, can you do a, a recreation yeah, of this? No, no, no. Honestly, I can't. Is it like when you, uh, me and you have done this before? Well, the, well, the girl talked like this, and I said, so she was really high pitched voice, and she talked like, but it was slower a little bit. Like, is it, you're like, you know how you and I will learn to say, like, we'll record something forward and then reverse the video 
and then, and learn how and to then say it backwards. we'll phonetically learn how to say it backwards and then reverse that video and then it comes out like do you have time to talk about Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior? It was like ish. Like um but it was weird because I was wearing an ocean recording studio uh, t shirt and he goes Oh, you do you, do you know anything about recording? I see your your shirt. He started asking me about like recording and podcasting and stuff, and he and he's asked me what you need to do to do a podcast. And I go, well, I'm actually on my way to do one. I said, but honestly, you don't need anything more than a cell phone. I said you can record into a cell phone. You might mm-hmm. need to spend like a hundred bucks on a on a like a box or something like that, you know. And he goes, unless Whoa. you want to sound professional, and then you come to Ocean Recording Studio. Yeah, for all your fantastic <laughs> audio. <laughs> you missed a promoting opportunity for Jake. Way to go. Uh, I don't think you would have wanted these people. Here, it would have been weird, but um, no, but like it was weird though because then he's like, he's like Well, does that work with Android? And I go, I, I, I said, Yeah, I, I just probably download an app. And he goes, Well, do these make antennas for, for Android? I'm like, Antennas, and he, and and he was talking about like, 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 Broadcast. like radio, yeah. like Uh-oh. shortwave radio. I'm like, This guy literally has no idea. Time travelers. Like how? It was, <gasps> oh my God! Maybe it was. It was. Oh my God! Well, why it would, actually would have made great but sense. From the, from the past. From the past. See, I have a theory that either from past or future. Well, future time travel because we haven't seen it physically to us in the mm-hmm. in our past. But future time travelers. What if they come and when they transport back, like people say, they see ghosts or they see someone walking by. What if the ghost is just a time? traveling person you or can't somebody see them was in their physical there. sense or oh, somebody was so there at like... one point in time but they left like a ripple in time oh, oh. I just got yeah see that? i did too <laughs> 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 which is funny it's so stupid but it's like george is from the future oh, oh. oh. but it's like like interdimensional kind of yeah yeah collapsing yeah. the time space continu- continuum like a fantastic movie idea so, anyways, did you get them off your porch, or did they? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, they're, they're, they're still there. there. They're actually still <laughs> there. They're still there. <laughs> yeah, I told I told them that I only read handwritten Bibles, so she's on the porch rewriting <laughs> writing the Bible. Like, actually, we got a special guest. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, <laughs> Ezekiel. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that was just a weird thing that happened today. Yeah. They, they were talking. The way is after they realized that he like recorded music and did a podcast, and the way they were talking to him was like he was like, Brad freaking Pitt. Yeah, like like, like, like they, they couldn't were believe. So so enthusiastic. That Bible, it's about me. Music, <laughs> like it was, it was weird. It was, it was cute. Yeah. It was sweet. They were, they were younger. Yeah, probably early twenties. Yeah, twentieth century. I mean, like nineteen twenties, eighteen twenties. I committed over. I go, I go. I was struck by how how cute the girl was, though. And I'm, I was thinking, I was telling Jen, I was like, I'm thinking to myself when I'm talking to him, I hope that dudes get like like trying to get on that. And, and I'm like, no, no, they're not. That's, no. that's exactly why he's doing it. So they're trying to impress her. With his antennas. Abort, <laughs> <laughs> abort, abort. All right, James. Uh, one what zero, are we talking zero. about this week? One zero, one zero. One, one, zero, one. <laughs> All right. Okay. So this week, um, talking about ice cream. Yeah. Just ice cream. Who Our love- favorite flavors. Uh, Strawberry rhubarb. Strawberry rhubarb? Yeah. Nice. Actually probably... Mustard. Mustard. Oh, mustard. <laughs> <laughs> it's the new Ben and Jerry's flavor just called vomit. It's just, it's just mustard. Oh. Flavor mustard. mustard. <laughs> you just, what you do is you just, uh, you, you lop the bottom off of a uh, French's, mm-hmm. you know, and then you put it upside down in the freezer, and then once it freezes, you can just eat it like a push-up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's that one? Moose mustard? Is that what that one, that one ice cream is? Moose mustard? Oh, so gross. <laughs> Reba's Mackinac Island mustard. 
Uh, in case you don't know, Mike hates mustard. Oh, I hate it. It will literally make him puke. Uh, I've seen it happen. It's funny. Because <laughs> it was at a party where you probably shouldn't have been... Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, we're talking about... Well, actually, this week, this show was based on... We had the beer first. Yes. Very very rarely do we have the beer before <clears throat> the show. Oh, my my, uh, my folks came into town, and my dad uh, owns a beer distributor up in the Thumb, and he was coming to the, the Roke Brewery in Royal Oak uh, to pick up a palette of their new sour called, <clears throat> pardon me, oops, called uh, Ice Cream Man. Hey! And I sent Mike a picture of it, and I was like, hey, there's a movie called Ice Cream Man. We should probably build an episode around this. So this week we're drinking this Ice Cream Man Kettle Sour Ale from Roke Brewery. It's weird that they would do ice cream with a sour, though. There's not too many sour ice creams. Yeah, it seems like an weird. odd pairing of, of idea and taste. Maybe that strawberry rhubarb. Oh, right. maybe. <laughs> Be a little sour. Are you saying Barb is sour? Yeah. <laughs> so, she's more salty than sour. <laughs> um, so, from, uh, yeah, from Roke Brewing Company here in Royal Oak, Michigan, uh, 5.0% IBUs of 10. Summertime is here, and so is the ice cream man. A kettle sour ale with aromas of orange and vanilla leading into a slightly sweet tartness that is balanced and refreshing. Now, you might be talking to yourself. Like I do, periodically. Yes? Like, this is ice cream. We have a resident vegan. He can't have ice cream. No. What the fuck? <laughs> but don't worry. We got you covered. I can't have ice cream, man. So, uh, Mike went out and also bought uh, another beer for Justin called Willpower from Right Brain Brewery. Take it away, Mike. Well, it takes a lot of willpower to be able to resist the creamy deliciousness <laughs> of real ice cream. So, so here you go. You're you're drinking your willpower this week. <laughs> there's I literally tried to find something else that was like ice cream based, and you there's there's nothing. They're all milk and chocolate. And... Well, I will tell you this. I will power my way through it. Yes. Yeah! <laughs> yes. Puns, Basil. <clears throat> so there's a, there's a few things on the the can that I'll read here. Uh, it, it's art, artfully brewed in Traverse City, Michigan. Never give up. Um, it's 4.2%. You're <laughs> just uh, reading anything. <laughs> sharp finish, crisp and clean, and RBB classic. Uh, mildly hoppy, easy drinking, light bodied. With the, uh, if you're still reading this fine print, you should stop immediately. I'm sure there are better ways to spend your time. <laughs> <laughs> That's clever. Yeah. And then fun fact, I don't know what the... Uh, the number of stars on this can is the key to the RBB. Cypher, Willpower, plus CEO, plus Hawk Owl. Code solved. I don't know what, what the hell that means. That is... I feel like we have. I feel like not now, but we have something to figure out in this can later. Well, RBB is Right Brain Brewery. Yeah, so, but I don't know. I don't know. Just drink it. I don't know. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Ooh, the ice cream man. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers boys. And Cheers girls. and ladies. Yep. See, I um. Yep, that's delicious. I'm getting a little bit of the creaminess. Yeah, I'm getting like that little kind of vanilla, sort of the vanilla flavor this time more so than the first time I tried it. Mm -hmm. I was also kind of sick the first time I tried it. So, but yeah, that's good. Kind of citrusy, kind of creamy. It's like a little bit of a little bit of a sour kick at the end. It's like a creamsicle dreamsicle, except for if it was dipped in something sour. Yeah, Jay, how's yours? (laughs) Um. When was the last time you licked an envelope <laughs> to seal an envelope? Is it really? It definitely has that flavor to it. Does it really? Yeah. Can I taste it? Go ahead. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna have one. Um, 
I had something else recently that had that same flavor to it. I remember like the people at, I don't know if it was at the bar or something. like, yeah, it's got that oh, kind of aftertaste. That envelope flavor. Oh my God, you're tape. right. It's the aftertaste. Yeah. Like, yeah, it sticks in the back of your tongue. Yeah. Oh my God, you're right. Weird. I'm going to try one later. That's really weird. Hmm. Huh. It's not bad though. It's interesting. Yeah. Would you? What were you saying? You had one. We recently had a beer or a beverage or something recently somewhere that uh, had that same flavor, and mm-hmm. it had the the tape flavor. It was, or was it here? We drank a beer called something tape or something. No, no well, we there was something about a projector a long time ago. That's oh, the only no, thing. Oh, that oh I yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll tell you guys <clears> off here. Yeah. So anyway, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're drinking tonight, and uh, let's get into the blade fade. All right, here's your bleed fade for this Thursday night. Uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is coming out uh, the 22nd, I believe, of June. Yeah. And uh, this is just fun if you're like us and you like uh, little teasers for upcoming stuff. First <clears throat> movie of the franchise to have a post, uh, post-credits post scene. Oh, cool. So uh, now Jurassic World just falls in the Marvel and Star Wars universes. It's... No, did Star Wars do it? No. No, Star Wars doesn't do it. Marvel though. Uh, Marvel. Yeah, yeah, Marvel. It's kind of weird that they're like that. We're at the point now where they're announcing post-credit scenes. Yeah. Like, well, just, I guess just sit there and wait. I guess the movie came out uh, in certain parts of the UK already. Oh, d- yeah. And so okay. people are talking about it, and there's reviews and and that kind of stuff. So Got people it. are talking about the post-credit scene. I think that's the only reason that it's news. But for some people who get up and leave before the end of it, just letting you know. Stick around. Don't. Uh, tomorrow, this isn't really news because it's going to be old news by the time people hear it, but tomorrow we get a Halloween trailer. So yeah. excited. We got a couple little teasers this week. Did you see the teaser from today? I saw two of them, yeah. There's one where it's, it's Laurie Strode walking up to the house. And shooting um, a gun. And shooting a gun. Yeah. And there's the other one where uh, it's 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 Michael Myers is in it. And there's oh, I didn't see stuff. that one yep. yet. Yeah. Cool. Pretty cool. Um, so very excited about that. So we'll have a lot to talk about that next week, I'm sure. Yes. Uh, I mentioned a couple weeks ago that um, the Evil Dead re- uh, reimagined, which was Joe DeLuca going back and scoring, um, uh, scoring, <laughs> redoing the score. What is that? What is happening? Jay, Jay just decided to put a video in front of me of some very, very in shape men dancing in the gym. <laughs> and it is very distracting. <laughs> it, uh, it, it came across my, my Facebook timeline and was in a scroll there, and I was like, this looks something like Mike would enjoy. <laughs> it's just so it much. Like, it looks like a New Kids on the Block music video, is actually what it looks like. A little bit. <laughs> Just so much. Like New it. kids on the cock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, continue. Um, yeah, anyway, um, uh, The Evil Dead Reimagined. Uh, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Uh, Joe DeLuca, who was the uh, the guy that scored all the Evil Dead movies, mm-hmm. uh, he went back and re-recorded oh, re-recorded yeah. the Evil Dead, the first Evil Dead soundtrack, and then made new songs that fits into that world, that would fit on that soundtrack. That is now available through Mondotees.com. Uh, this is a Mondo release. And uh, 35 bucks. So if you're like me, go buy it. You're making very strong eye contact with me, which means I think you probably just want it for your birthday. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't, but hey, I'll probably buy it well before my birthday. Um, okay, let's see here. Uh, this is this is just weird. Uh, so Warner Brothers is moving forward with a a new Joker movie. Yeah, we've talked about that before, mm-hmm. except that we haven't. They're making another Joker movie. They're making two standalone Joker movies. 
Really? They announced uh, today that they are moving forward with plans for a Jared Leto Joker movie as a spinoff from the Suicide Squad world. Oh, boy. So, in the next like two years, we're going to get two standalone Joker movies. One with Jared Leto, the other with Joaquin Phoenix. Hmm. The, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't I, even make sense. I feel like if you're, if you're Marvel and you're looking at what DC is doing with their properties... Mm-hmm. Your head is just spinning, wondering <laughs> what kind of acid these people are on. Just look like, at what these idiots! You, what? Like they're spinning in circles. Like literally, I, I, I don't understand. They can't get a decent franchise off the ground to save their lives. So what? Did, what do they do? Two Joker movies. I know, and I know that this isn't like the DC universe. Like I get that. It's it's like Sony that's doing it and yeah. Warner Brothers. I get that, but like. What the fuck? Like, it's so dumb. <laughs> Marvel's just looking at them like, aww. <laughs> look at them. They're, 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 trying, they're trying to make the best of it. <laughs> look at that little, little, little guy over there. <laughs> oh, my God. So sweet. I just don't get it. It's 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 mind-boggling to me. That's weird. And I don't personally give a shit about a Jared Leto Joker movie, especially if it's done in the same style as Suicide Squad with that character. You know, I haven't even watched Suicide Squad I've yet. I've seen parts either. of it. I've seen parts of it and I hated it. I'm, I, like, I haven't I, finished it. I, I'm I not against it. it. I'll watch it. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. And yeah. I don't know. I just like with all the amazing uh, renditions of Joker that we've had. Every time I saw his, I was just like, ah, yeah, it just doesn't do it for me. It's it's the, the millennial Joker. Yeah. And nothing with the word millennial before it ends up being good. Even though we are technically, I think. Yeah. This yeah. Podcast. yeah so there yeah. you go. Also, awesome. this podcast <laughs> sucks. <laughs> um, all right. Let's see what else we got here. Um, a movie that is being made that I do want to see. Uh, MGM is making an animated Adams Family movie. Oh, cool. Which is uh, pretty oh. awesome. I guess yeah. this is older news. I'd never heard about it. I guess this is the, the fact they're making it isn't necessarily new news. However, they did finally just announce the full cast, which is news, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty fantastic. Oscar Isaac is going to be Gomez Adams. Cool. Charlize Theron will be Morticia. Chloe Grace Moretz as Wednesday. Uh, Finn Wolfhard, Wolfhard mm-hmm. is Pugsley. Nick Kroll is Uncle Fester, uh-huh. which is pretty fantastic. Bette Midler is Grandma. And then Allison Janey, who is Margot Needler. I have no idea who that character is. You, you oh, uh, Mar- I really don't. Margot? Ma- yeah, oh, sorry, yeah, Margot. Yeah, it's, well, it's spelled M-A-R-G-A-U-X. I've never seen Margot. Probably Margot, yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. I don't remember her from the series or the show, though. I really don't. So, was yeah. she the neighbor? Maybe. The neighbor kid that like, would thought they were really weird or something like that? Not the kid, no, not the well, well, Alice and Janie is a, like a middle-aged woman. Oh, so well, I'm then I have no idea. Not the... Yeah. But anyway, that's cool. That's I think a it's Janie, actually. Uh, Alice and Janie. Yeah. It's yeah. a pretty stacked cast yeah, for, it's a good uh, for cast. this animated yeah, feature. Cool. So, very excited about that. <clears throat> um, the Suspiria trailer dropped. Oh, yeah. And I fucking love it. Me too. Oh my god, it looks so much better than I could have hoped for. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are giving it shit because there's like the lack of bright colors, which honestly I didn't even notice it the first time around. It wasn't until I read someone bitching about it that I went back and rewatched it, and I go, "Oh, you're right. It, it has no none of those those uh, those Suspiria Argento super bright flashes of color." I noticed it, but I I kind of like. I, I think I talked about it back when we were... <laughs> just keeps pulling up awesome videos. Um, I, I noticed it, but I, I think we talked about it back when we were... When they first announced the Suspiria remake. Like, trying to trying to do it too much like Argento would be would seem forced, you know what I mean? And you know that they did do that? The first <clears throat> reactions from people, horror fans, would be, Oh, Argento did it better. Why right. are they do, why don't they do something different? But yeah. like... 
You can't. No, you, nobody, fans. nobody hates horror more than horror fans. Yeah, yeah. I is fuck, fuck us. Um, <laughs> anyway, though, I think it looks great. I, I think it, it yeah. looks like um, it has the feel of like a Rosemary's Baby, like one of those like seventies. Let's say it's that that seventies look to it for yeah. sure, where it's a little bit muted. All the colors are more muted. Mm-hmm. It has like that. Even though it's just a trailer, you can tell like the pacing is dark, is like moody, that weird. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it looks so good. Though. And the soundtrack sounded really good. Yeah, it looks like great. I, I I think it looks good. Yeah, I'm I'm super super excited yeah. for it. Um, I I think I said to you like because we were talking back and forth about it and we thought it looked awesome and I said if this like I'm excited after seeing this trailer I'd say if this trailer doesn't get the skeptics on board you're probably not going yeah. to yeah I agree with that although I'm sure you know maybe they'll see actually see the movie and change their minds but yep yeah uh, so Brian De Palma is returning to the uh, the realm of horror. You know, he made great movies like uh, Carrie mm-hmm. that I haven't seen. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're not supposed to say those types oh, of things. Shit, sorry. Um, no, uh, he's he's making a return to horror though uh, with a, a a movie that is about the social happenings of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a horror movie that's basically about Harvey Weinstein. Really? Um, oh, and his and what, what he uh, says about it, he goes, uh, "I'm writing a film about this scandal, a project that I'm that I'm." Uh, a project I'm talking about with a French producer. My character won't be named Harvey Weinstein, but it will be a horror film with a sexual aggressor, aggressor, and it will take place in the film industry. His name is Harvey Schmeinstein. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's 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 he's kind of jumping on the whole like Get Out bandwagon. I feel like this very socio political horror. I, I think the I think the social horror is like it's gonna it's after Get Out especially. I think it's gonna this become be a, a much of, more a prevalent thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's weird though. Uh, the name of the movie is a little bit familiar. Uh, it's called Predator. Oh, huh. <laughs> don't do that. With, no. and, and being that there's a new Predator movie coming out pretty soon, it seems like a very dumb thing to call a movie. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that'll change or, by the time. Smart thing. People are like, oh yeah, we'll buy them tickets to Predator. People just buy stuff on their <laughs> right. phone nowadays, and they buy it to the wrong movie. <laughs> It's true. It, I could, it could be really smart. He Maybe it's gonna point. be like to catch in parentheses a predator. <laughs> it's gonna. It's 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 actually gonna be the predator, except for the the is gonna be this small. <laughs> um. So uh, yeah. Hopefully that. Hopefully that changes though, because that would be like I said, dumb to name that movie that. Um. Here's a here's a big <coughs> thing, uh, which I'm going to save until after blues with James. Uh, oh, hey! <laughs> See, I was—I I even had like a rebuttal, and now it's just ruined. This ruined. Would, this would have been the toes. first time I would have seen that live, like in person, and mm. I'm kind of let down now. You get nothing. It's nothing. a little bit of a disappointment. You Who get are you? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? How'd you get in this house? All right, so uh, I have a ton of these, so I'm just gonna blow through them as fast as possible. If you want to know more details, just look them up. Finally, he does something he's good at. (laughs) (laughs) Blowing it fast? All right. Um, So The Evil, coming out via Scream Factory, Mm -hmm. September 18th. In The Evil, a psychologist played by Richard Crenna and his wife, Joanna Patet, by a dilapidated historical mansion with a dark past and this terrifying chiller. Hoping to restore the estate and turn it into a drug rehabilitation clinic, he accepts the help of some of his students and current patients, but when a secret door in the basement of the house is opened, the malevolent presence within within is unleashed. My contact is doing something weird. Trapping everyone inside. One by one, they are picked off by the unspeakable terror that has awoken, and the doctor learns that even though his name is on the deed, the house belongs solely Uh. (laughs) to the evil. Victor Buono, Andrew Prine, and Cassie Yates also star. Uh, Brain Dead, 
Yes. Starring a very big duo. Oh yeah. Bill Paxton, Bill Pullman, yep. the Bills, if you will. This is, this is a big one. This is, this is a this is a big cult uh, cult favorite. Big amongst, cult favorite. Uh, it's been it's been on the list for a long time that people have been begging for. It's finally coming out via Screen Factory September 11th. Uh, the Eunice, the Eunice Corporation is on the ground floor of an exciting growth industry, utilizing a memory resculpting technique pioneered by eccentric neuroso neurosurgeon Rex Martin, played by Pullman. It envisions nationwide clinics where anyone can lose the hang-ups of an unhappy childhood, childhood, a failed romance, or a botched career. It's kind of like uh, they did Eternal Sunshine before Eternal Sunshine did it. It's kind of the same thing, right? Yeah. No. Uh, anyway, at, at Eunice's new U outlets, a simple operation will give customers peace of mind. Or it might leave them brain dead. <laughs> Side effects. 50-50, yeah. I don't know. But when Martin refuses to cooperate with Eunice, he soon finds himself plunged into a surreal existence that intertwines dreams and reality. Has Martin slipped over the edge into madness, or have corporate profit mongers given him a push? Making him the guinea pig in his own experiment. To know the answer is to know true terror. You activated my Siri during that. Did I? What hey word Siri, was it? Siri, find an SUV punch into real existence in the intertwined string from reality. I don't know which word you said. Surreal. Ah, but my phone just started going bloop, 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 bloop. Siri, you dope. Yes, I will search all over the internet for that. Uh, next up is The Changeling. Coming out via mm. Severin Films, uh, they're currently working on a 4K restoration that's jam-packed with bonus content. The date on that is to be announced. In The Changeling, mad with grief over the deaths of his wife and daughter, composer George C. Scott decides to retire from the world in an ominous remote mansion, but he's got company in the form of a murdered child's restless spirit. Based on recorded supernatural incidents at the Henry Treat Rogers Mansion in Denver, Peter Medak's graceful, gracefully shot, relentlessly atmospheric film is one of the most spine-tinglingly effective haunted, houses move, haunted house movies ever made. One sure to instill in new viewers a lifelong fear of self-propelling wheelchairs and rubber balls. I love rubber balls. <laughs> Not after you see this movie. <laughs> um, to add on to that, uh, that will be out August 7th. Okay. There was a second release that I don't think that you saw that came out, I think, today. I did. I just didn't have time to look at it. They're, they're going to release the, the, the red balls, the, though, the, too, The right? red ball's a pin. It's just like a, an oh, enamel pin, I believe, yeah. There's uh, there's an audio commentary with uh, the director or the producer. Uh, there's a house on Cheeseman Park, uh, the haunting true story of the Changeling. Uh, there's a musical um, a documentary. There's a art direction documentary. Uh, a whole bunch of stuff is going to be on this. So, and The Changeling is a fantastic movie. Yeah. This is a movie that I had never heard of before. Uh, my good friend Chris Jordan actually uh, saved a whole bunch of laser disc from a place he used to work from being thrown away, mm -hmm. and this was in the stack. I'd never even heard of it before, and I just put it in one day. It's fucking awesome. It's, yeah. it's just great seventies ghost story. Yeah, it's really good. It's, it's really good. And also, I said composer George C. Scott. Yeah, played by George C. Scott. Oh, gotcha. that's not the yeah. Anyway, so uh, next up, Wreck, the original, not not Quarantine, Wreck, the original Spanish horror franchise. All four films. Wouldn't you? Is it, is it called Wreck though, or would it technically just be Record? Because it's, I've always it's, just heard people call it Wreck. But, but, but technically <clears throat> speaking, though, the, it would the, be yeah. The the name of it is just the logo for Record. Right. So would it be Record? I've always just heard people call it Wreck. Yeah. That's. I don't know. I'm going to call it record. Okay. Well, I'm going to call it Rex still. Rebel. Scream Factory, September 25th. There's four movies. I'm not going to tell you all of the plots. They're, they're found footage. They're yeah, found it's footage. found footage movies. They're great. And they're awesome. I've so. seen the first two, I believe. I think. They're fantastic. Yeah, I think I have as well. They're creepy, too. Mm -hmm. They're really creepy. Yeah. The original, uh, they, they redid the original as 
quarantine. quarantine. Yep. Follows the original wreck pretty closely. Pretty closely, I think. yeah. So anyway, Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation. <laughs> this mile of shame. I the, the fact that this movie got <laughs> is getting know. a Scream Factory release is both absolutely amazing and absurd. Kind of mind-boggling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this comes out September 25th. This is being dubbed the Collector's Edition. That will come with a slipcover that's guaranteed for the first three months. Uh-huh. Uh, artwork by Joel Robinson, who did Silent Night, Deadly Night, The Serpent and the Rainbow, and Ninja Three. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Uh, extras and specs are still in progress for that. Nightmares of Nightmares of a Damaged Brain, which was on the infamous video nasty list. Um, Massacre Video is coming out with a 2K restoration. In this 1981 film, a mental patient embarks on a murder spree upon escaping from an institution. Uh, next up, we have Scream for Help, September 18th from Scream Factory. Uh, in this movie, terror invades an upper-class New York community as a 17-year-old Christy Cromwell cleverly uncovers her stepfather's horrifying plot to murder her wealthy mother. She's on to him, yet no one will believe her because she's just a kid. Smart, imaginative, maybe she's just take, taken a crazy idea to the limit. Suspense builds when a series of shocking events confirms her worst fears. Alone, afraid, and helpless, terrified, Christy and her mother are held prisoner in their own home <coughs> at the mercy of ruthless killers. Is this the movie that was directed by the same guy that did uh, um, uh, Death Wish? Death Wish, yes. yeah. Yes, yep. <clears throat> That's the one. Yep. Uh, next up, like I said, I'm just going to blow through these. Exorcist 2 The Heretic comes out September 25th from Scream Factory. Yes, yes, Michael, that same. <laughs> uh, newly uh, newly commissioned artwork by CRP Group, who also did Serial Mom, Drag Me to Hell, and Dead Ringers. You all know what Exorcist 2 The Heretic is about. I'm if, not going to uh, tell you. If you don't, if you check don't. out the Buzzkill Podcast episode. Whatever the hell. Couple, couple tens ago. Probably like a year ago. <laughs> yeah, at this point. We did a full retrospective of... The Exorcist. I movies. believe it was titled "Your Mother Like Sucks Cocks in Hell" or something like that. Isn't that what we call it? Your mother does shots in hell. Does shots in hell. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. Okay, so last up we have Ghost Stories, which um, was the Andy Andy Nyman. Is that his name? I am not sure. It, this started off as a, a. It was a very famous um, play in the UK. Okay. The one that was like cloaked in secret. They would tell. Oh the, yeah, yeah, They yeah, would yeah, tell yeah. the audience like, when you leave here, please do not tell anybody what this is about. And people like the only thing people would say is this is one of the scariest experiences yeah. I've ever had in my life. Um, they made a movie out of it. Scream Factory is partnering with partnering with IFC Midnight and bringing a Blu-ray release out on September fourth. Uh, in this movie. Experience three spine-tingling tales of terror to haunt your dreams. A debunker of all things paranormal, Professor Goodman, played by Andy Nyman of Black Death, has devoted his life to exposing phony psychics and fraudulent supernatural shenanigans. His skepticism is tested, however, when he receives a case file on three chilling and inexplicable incidents. A night watchman, played by Paul Whitehouse, haunted by disturbing visions as he patrols an abandoned asylum, an edgy young man, played by Alex Lothar, involved in a hellish car accident deep in the woods, and a wealthy former banker, played by Marty Freeman, visited by the spirit of his unborn child. Even more disturbing is that each of these macabre stories seems to have a sinister connection to Professor Goodman's own life. Will they make a believer of him yet? Who knows? Now, I remember seeing uh, trailers for this uh, a little while back, and it looked good. Looks really good. Yeah. yeah. Marty Freeman... Is great in yeah. everything he does. Yeah. So awesome. Very excited. Uh, that's it for that's blues it. with James. Blues with James. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Jen. Sorry for All right. that. Uh, so my last bit of news, and this is a this is a super huge bummer. Um, they were just weeks away from starting filming. However, 
Corn Hardy and Jason Momoa have both exited um, the the remake of The Crow. Didn't you talk about this already? No, this I, I, talked, I talked to you about just personally, this okay, uh, yeah. a couple days ago. But uh, yeah, very that sucks, man. Yeah. This movie's been in production hell for so incredibly long. Mm -hmm. It's finally gonna get off the off the ground. And um, sources close to it say uh, uh, there's a guy that was talking and says, "I'm told this has to do with creative and financial differences uh, with Samuel Hadida." Uh, who uh, whose Davis Films holds the underlying rights and who is financing the film. It sounds like Momoa walked away because the movie that this guy wanted them to make mm -hmm. was not the movie they wanted to make. Yeah. And it did not treat the characters right and everything else. And Momoa put out a, uh, a statement saying, you know, uh, Corin, uh, to Corn Hardy, the director, who also left, he goes, he goes, I love you and I am as I am as committed now as I've ever been, and I will do this project. Yeah. I, I have to. He's like, I've waited eight years. I might have to wait another eight years, but I'm ready when it's right. Yeah, he's been so excited about this. Yeah, and they uh, and he would have been. I like Jason Momoa a as lot. Do he would have been awesome. Yeah. They uh, they released uh, not, a photo. Not too hard to look at either, is he, Jim? Oh, he's definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> they released a photo of him in the crow makeup. Yeah. It was like half of like three quarters of his face. Right. Pretty, yeah, pretty cool. fucking awesome. Yeah. I, I only thing that I will say this. I, I thought it was gonna be weird to see a super jacked yeah, crow. He's gigantic. So I thought that was gonna be a little bit weird. I kinda liked like the crow looking like a two thousands emo kid. Like that <laughs> yeah. like, like that kinda has like a, a weird uh I like that for some reason. Yeah. Like it's it's like the underdog kinda, I don't know. Unsuspecting. Yeah. But um it would have been different, but it would have been good. Like like he would have been the singer of like Cradle of Filth or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's that's a bummer. But I, I just like people with money, screw you. Like yeah. don't come in and just because you're the money start telling people what to do. If like filmmakers have visions and you don't, you're just money. Like don't don't try telling <laughs> the filmmakers to do whatever yeah, with their people, film just you because people, you have money Fuck it's you. like hiring someone to do a job but then telling them they're doing their job wrong right it's like no you hired them to do what they do so let them do so it shut your mouth let them do it let them and do just it keep you know? the money coming you dick ah uh, yeah but <laughs> then again though then again though from the people with the money i get their perspective too they're not gonna put their money behind something that they don't want either i get it but yeah. um listen at least we got the crow salvation am i right with Edward Furlong, David Boreanaz, and Tara Reid. Yeah. At least we got that. At least we got that. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. All right. Is that it? That is it. Boom. That was the news. Thank you, Boom. Jay. That was Jay. Boom. That was Mike. Shut up, Jen. All right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're Can gonna, I say you're just the worst type of person? We're going to take a, a quick break to go have a tasty frozen treat. Oh, yeah. And then we'll be What's back. Your, what's your flavor of choice? My flavor of choice? Jeez Louise, let me tell you after we come back. I like Louise too. <laughs> Children's toenails. Throughout this we'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. Will that be one scoop or two on a sugar cone, a cake cone, or a fur cone? What the hell's a cake cone? What's a cake cone? It's a regular cone. That's a sugar, sugar cone, isn't no. it? No, no, sugar cone's the, uh, oh, oh. the tiny looking waffle cone ones. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. yeah that's the, is that what you call them, the cake, cake cone. cones? Yeah. I just call them cones, ice cream cones. 
Is it really cake cone? You uncultured it's like, swine. It's like a wafer. It's not a cake. <laughs> Come on. Hey, man. So I had, a, I had a minute to think about it. My favorite flavor. Yeah. When I was younger, I would have said Blue Moon. Ooh, Blue Moon was delicious. But um, and then now I just prefer the Blue Moon beer. Yeah. <laughs> still, still, still one of my favorites. Still delicious. <laughs> if you could freeze it and make it into a frozen treat, that'd be nice too. Dude, popsicle. Uh, beer sickles. Um, uh, a peanut butter cup for sure. Oh yeah. Especially so. Uh, East Side. Have you ever had? Have you ever had ice cream from East Side and Bad Axe? I don't think so. East Side used to have a, a killer um, peanut butter cup, and then uh, Ray's. Mm-hmm. Over in, would that be, is that Troy? What is that? I'm not sure. You guys have never been to Ray's before? I no, I know. I was there with you. It, it's a place like an old soda fountain, like an old yes. soda place. Yeah, yeah it looks we, like we an went old there 50s one time. diner. We went there one time after doing something. Yeah, maybe we went to other. the zoo. I don't, I don't know what we it was. We went to the zoo. The, we usually go after we go to the Detroit Zoo because it's right uh, over there. Yep. But they have uh, awesome peanut butter cup and white Russian too. Oh yes, they have a great yes. white Russian. I think I had that when we mm, were there last it's time. So good. Yep. I've never even heard of this place. Yeah, it's oh, like it's an awesome. old throwback. Like they, you, yeah. And they make all the ice cream right on site right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Nice. Yep. What about you? What's your favorite? I, I honestly, I think um, like you could go all the crazy flavors like Ben and Jerry's or whatever. Mm-hmm. But honestly, you give me a good chocolate chip cookie dough, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm a happy guy. Mm-hmm. I, I do love those little little itty bits of cookie dough. They're so so good. I, love I, them. I saw a picture. <laughs> I saw a picture on some site that um, a girl posted the other day, and it was she said I came home to my husband drunk, and he was baking the cookie dough <laughs> out of, and it was just it was a sheet of. It was like a it was a baking sheet with little tiny blobs. Would it work? Yeah. Well, huh. it's cookie dough. So I mean, you. I don't know if it has the raw egg in it or not, but he was baking it, and it looked like little tiny. I know what I'm doing tonight. Tiny cookies. <laughs> what about you? What's yours? Cookies and cream. Cookies and cream. Mm-hmm. Classic. What about you? See, it used to always be the classic uh, butter pecan, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And then it just clicked. I remember there's, there's a place on the way up to Bad X mm-hmm. called Scott's oh, Truck Stop. Oh, Scott's. Scott's right? Quick and, Stop. And you get, the, you get the baby cone, and it's like a foot tall of an ice cream cone, right? And we're not kidding. Um, I've never gotten the single or the double because that would be too much, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so around uh, Thanksgiving, Halloween, they would always have this pumpkin pie ice cream Ooh. Mm-hmm. and it had giant chunks of the crust, crust in it yeah. and no i've seen pumpkin ice cream since then but mm-hmm. none exactly like that and we would drive up there just for that scott's quick stop's got yeah, some scott's, good yeah they also have really good like 50 cal rifles it's, you can buy it, it's uh, the only <laughs> it's the only place like within a like probably within a thousand mile radius of anywhere anyone where you can go get you can go buy a gun yep get ice cream Yep. Some uh, amazing koozies and hats if you want them. Porn. Knives. Porn. Gasoline. Snacks. Gasoline. Deer carrots. Yes. <laughs> uh, you could hang. You could hang your deer that you just shot on the pole. They've in the got back. the. They've got the buck pole <laughs> the, yep. in the back where everybody can display their kill. It's a. It's a gem. <laughs> it's a weird fucking place. I love that shop. place, man. They, like... they, they don't have the fa- the fantastic wall of hats anymore. Because I remember going in there to try to buy it. I was like, man, I'm going to buy a new trucker hat this year when we're coming up here. <laughs> no, I walk just... up to that wall and it was all guns. I'm like, <laughs> I'm getting a new gun. <laughs> <laughs> There's some pretty nice guns oh, there, they too. They also have uh, fireworks year-round. Oh, yeah, fireworks. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. It's it's literally your... And they have showers for truckers. Mm-hmm. I mean, you it's can do place. you can do it all, man. That's a great place. I Scott, love it. Scott knew how to live. And they haven't <laughs> updated it at all. No. It's just a pile of shit, but it's so awesome. Uh, yeah, so all anyway. Right, so cool. <laughs> uh, starting off first, uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about a little, speaking of a gem of a place, mm-hmm. we're talking about a gem of a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little movie called Ice Cream Man. Oh, Ooh, boy. love this one. <laughs> 
Oh boy! All uh, right. Um, so I'd never seen Ice Cream Man. I'd always heard about oh, it. Really? It's one of those. It's one of those like urban legend. I kind of feel like movies because of the great uh, Clint Howard, who plays the titular role of the Ice Cream Man. Mm-hmm. I just want to say tit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so Ice Cream Man from 1995, directed by a guy named Paul Norman. Now, does that name sound familiar to you? Um, he should. Sort of, but sure. don't, look up. don't look him up. No, I'm not. I'm don't not. Look him up. I'm, I'm just. I'm going to read you off. So can... I'm going to read you off a list of names of movies that Paul Norman has done. Okay. Stop me when uh, when you've heard of them. I guarantee you have a couple of these in your uh, in your possession. Okay. Uh, first, uh, I'm going to start from the bottom up. Mm-hmm. The Big Switch. The Big Switch. Nope. Uh, heat Waves. Heat Waves. The Offering. This is porn, isn't it? By and Beyond. This is porn. <laughs> Joined the Siamese twins. Big and thick. <laughs> I think I am big and thick. <laughs> Ravaged with an exclamation point. Uh, this is a... uh, he is the director of the, the amazing trilogy that is Edward's Penis Hands. Oh, <laughs> now I have seen Edward Penis Hands. He, uh, and it's, and it's, it is... Uh... There's, one that, there's one that's just called Bigger. <laughs> Is that um, a playoff of big? Maybe. The Erotic Adventures of the Three Musketeers. <laughs> the Mating Game. Boneheads. The Sexual Olympics. See, I've just I've partaken in that before. <laughs> just just one event and it was the short oh, jump. One of, one of my favorites. Transitions. An anal adventure. <laughs> um, this take, is amazing. Take the train. The basket trick. Stick it in the rear too. <laughs> Paul Norman's nastiest orgies, uh, <laughs> Outlaws, The Naked Truth, Marked, Jezebel, mm-hmm. Jezebel. Uh, I want to know how how did uh, how did Stick It in the Rear One end? I, I like why know. was there a sequel? I I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I bet you would find all these at you know B and B. Inter- you know, uh, all, bed and breakfast. Also, also there is the or Scott's uh, Quick Stop. Also, there is the two-parter Intercourse with the Vampire. Intercourse, yeah. Get, getting a little hoary here. Sex mares. Does that say intercourse with a vampire? With the vampire. Okay. Yep. Because this is okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sidetrack from what you're talking about right now because I'm it, not even halfway done yet. Interview with the vampire <laughs> is one of those Mandela effect things for me. Really? Because I've every time I talk about it, it's interview with a vampire. Mm-hmm. I think it's always been the and, for you. It, it is. No, it, yeah. you know, it, it's like the Berenstain Bear things. Mm-hmm. I I've always thought it was interview with a vampire. That's and whenever you hear people talk about it, they say uh and not the. Gonna, I, I I gotta finish this up here. Oh my I, God. I have to Just, finish this up here. This, this is enough. Crybabies one, anal scream. What? <laughs> oh God. Bitches no. in heat, locked in the basement. Oh my God. Now he he finally wrapped up his porn <laughs> career in two thousand and one with sperm bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Just like. Just so uninventive with the titles. If if this doesn't tell you all everything you need to know about Ice Cream Man, right? I don't know what does. Because... It kind of it kind of ruins this movie even further for me. <laughs> Why? I, I don't because know. Because this movie wasn't porn. <laughs> well, no, it just like I don't know. Because this is it's it's about an ice cream man. It's about like a a, a treasure from your childhood, even I though mean, he's murdering people. I mean, I don't know how your childhood was, but you know full of ice cream man. There you go. 
<laughs> so also okay so this, so this movie is basically about a, 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 a the ice cream man played by the great great Clint Howard I love he, Clint Howard as do I uh, he's a national treasure um, <laughs> that's a good way to put it he's he uh, he basically plays a character that was in like a mental institute and they pumped his head full of this green gack looking substance and <laughs> based on based on <laughs> Paul Norman's uh, <laughs> other movies I'd say it was probably I don't know cum that's been sitting around for a while. <laughs> oh my God. Just left over from the last movie you made. Here, let's, uh, I'm, I'll give you the actual synopsis here. Poor Gregory. After being released from the Wishing Well Sanatorium, all he wants to do is make the children happy. See, it takes on a completely different <laughs> meaning now that I know who Paul Norman is. So Gregory reopens the old ice cream factory and all the unappreciative brats are reprocessed into flavor of the day. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, he just he goes around and he serves people ice cream with like blood and guts and eyeballs and everything else in it. It's it's, <laughs> I mean, why not? The up right? close visuals of people eating this ice cream oh, with yeah. the eyeballs oh. and I just oh, there were so many the, extreme close ups yeah. of people's mouths. It that makes were so gross. It makes Weird. it make even more sense <laughs> oh, now. Oh, it sure does. Because it's like that. It, it's because you know those shots. You know what I'm talking about. The, the up close like the mouth money, shot. Yeah, the money shots. Mm -hmm. God, this movie it really <laughs> does take on a it's, whole it really new does. meaning it's now. So bizarre. So I have three comments about this movie. <laughs> and then right? you're out. I, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna get them all out right now. Okay, let's hear them. And then I'm done. Right. Okay. So the instant start where the kids are running around, I thought it was the Charms Blow Pop commercial. Charms Blow Pop, take one action. The way they're just jumping and tumbling. And I was like, okay, I, I can get down on this. And then I noticed that on the back of the ice cream truck, it says, it normally says, watch out for children, and it just says, watch out, children. Yeah. yeah. Right? I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then my third comment was, this is the worst fucking movie I've ever seen in my entire life. I hated it. It was it was literally the worst. It is. It's so it's bad. Really bad. I've never seen a movie that was worse than it. It's um, it's bad. It's I, it's bad in the way though. Like I sat there watching this by myself, thinking I wish I was in a room with like ten of my friends right now. Yeah, because this would make it so much better. Yeah, but it, it, it's it, by yourself. It's hard to get through. On uh, on paper, this movie originally started off as like a spoof on horror movies, mm -hmm. and so you can kind of see I think where that kind of came from. It's still um, got a lot of sort of humor in it. It stuff, does, but. yeah. The way he kills people. like he, he jumps off the top of the ice cream truck at one point in time with two giant scoops and just knocks two guys out. Like, <laughs> like two big cop dudes. Like, right. Nah, okay. This, this movie was actually so bad that I didn't even watch the other one. That's how upset I was. But <laughs> <laughs> you're messing up. And, he's like, and this is actually the last episode of this podcast <laughs> he's doing. <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't know. The, when this movie started off, the first thing that me and Jen both noticed was the music was absolutely so ridiculous. Like, so just bad. not good. Which just added to the charm to me. Like, like I, I agree with you. This movie's like one of the worst movies ever. <laughs> but I kind of love it, like, because it's so bad. Like, it, I, I appreciate trash cinema. And, like, well, this is I one mean, of those... Yeah, I was going to say, look at your collection. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of movies that are on par with this yeah maybe I, even I, worse <laughs> they're just they're they're fun because of what they are though like you can like once you get past that and you know that's not a good movie it's a you it's a clint howard you can appreciate clint howard's acting so much more when you just stop looking at it as a horror movie uh -huh. and you just enjoy the hour and a half that you'll never get back but think of, <laughs> think, of think of Can't jay's headspace because he was like on the couch like feeling like death sick oh yeah i got and, hit by a truck Figuratively speaking, <laughs> and then he and then he was sitting like through this. Was when was, all he probably wanted Sarah to do was just sleep. 
Was no, it, no, okay. I, I, I was there torture? and I'm just like, what are they making me watch? <laughs> <laughs> this is pure torture. It's too, I wish you would have watched the other movie because it was way better. There way were better. there were some redeeming parts though. Like, uh, I'd never seen in a movie before uh, a push pop that turned into a knife. That was pretty you good. Need, you need that in your that in your good. knife collection. I, I made one yesterday. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I plan on killing every dog I come across with it. Jen and I realized when we were watching this that, uh, that, Oh my God! What is with everybody wearing Converse shoes? Yep. And they like, and like they're, they're everywhere. Yeah. Well, it turns out Converse put up like half the money for this movie. Did they really? Yeah. Seriously? They, they were a sponsor of the movie, so that's weird. It was basically a, so a huge Converse commercial. Like, everybody wears them. There's an entire scene devoted just to the fact that the kid has to put his shoes on the front porch. Mm-hmm. Like they're the, just so you could zoom in yeah, on the you shoes. You couldn't make it any more of a Converse ad. Right. Yeah. I didn't really it was think about all it. centered around the shoes. That's funny. And look, and now we're having the conversation about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Converse. Um, so yeah, so the ice cream man he uh, he abducts kids and mm-hmm. basically turns them. How this guy is is not being watched over by anybody is beyond me running a huge factory by himself. I'm not sure how you get released from a sanitarium and then just get to make ice cream in well, a factory. Because Nurse, Nurse Wharton was there to take care of him. Yeah, was... but did she buy him the ice cream factory? Like I, well, She was a nut job too. Well, no, it was just, it was, it was abandoned because Butch Brickle had been killed back in the 50s or whatever. Mm-hmm. Butch Brickle was the original ice cream man, the, ice, the ice cream the ice king. king. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, Gregory was the ice cream prince. Uh-huh. Nobody knew anything. Like it was just an abandoned building. That's fair. That's fair. Well, he 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 kidnaps this one kid though, and then like takes like a shine to him, and doesn't kill him. And he's like his like the like, ice cream disciple. Yeah, sort of. It's he kind was, of uh, kind of weird. He was like the next in line. He had to train somebody. Yeah. Well, there actually is a sequel. There's not. There's not. <laughs> there's uh, not. I thought there was because I had read about the sequel that was being made. Well, it turns out in 2014 or 2015, uh, Clint Howard and uh, some people, uh, the, the producers, whoever, they went to Kickstarter to try to raise $300,000 to make a sequel to it. Um, and it only ended up making like $7,000 or something like that. And oh, they, really? they, they pulled the plug on it um, like with like a week to go because they knew they weren't going to make it. Um, so they did try, but the, the man wasn't there. I think they still want to make it, but... Let's redo it ourselves. But instead of ice cream, it'll be sushi man. <laughs> sushi man! <laughs> and we chop up our little kids and we put them in rolls of sushi. Oh. That's brilliant, actually. I like it. I'll, I'll donate a dollar to it. Did uh, Just one, Call though. it sushi me. Did he actually get released from the hospital, though? Yeah, I don't know. That was a weird <clears throat> thing. Like they kept, they kept kind of pounding into his head that there's only happy days. Happy, happy right. days. Well, everybody was nuts there. It's true. Like when the cops went there, the inmates were running the asylum. It right. was... That's what and, I'm saying. And like, the doctor was himself released. was completely wacko. So it was just... See, I wondered if that wasn't actually the doctor. I couldn't remember when we were watching. Yeah. I couldn't remember if in the flashback scenes it was that guy. It was. Or if that was a patient that was pretending to be the doctor. I think it was the same guy. Or if it was the doctor. Yeah. I, I, listen, I, I for a movie like this, I expect a little bit more expose. And uh, I was disappointed. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was disappointed, but I didn't get that. <laughs> it, it plays out. It plays out the way a porn does. Pretty much. Like, there's no backstory. Like there's there's no, really no plot. Like, it's just like, just like a like a dude walks into a room that he's never been in before, and a girl just goes, "Hey, suck your dick," <laughs> and, that, <laughs> and that's it. That's bait. Like this is the this is a porn without any sex. Pretty much. Pretty there's much. There's just there's nothing to it. It's just a series of scenes cut together. 
with gooey endings at each, the <laughs> end of each scene. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There was there were some redeeming parts though. There were some redeeming parts. Brian Warner. What the fuck was Brian Warner da- David, doing? In the- David Warner. Oh, is it David Warner? I have yeah. Brian written down for some reason. I have no idea what's going on. It's because you're a stupid person. What the fuck That's was Marilyn David Manson? <laughs> 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 okay, fine. Sorry, David Warner. What the fuck was he doing in this movie? He was a well-known actor well before 1995. Mm-hmm. What was he doing in this movie? I don't get it. I don't know, man. Like, he's a well-respected thespian. Like, <laughs> I, maybe, I've got, I've maybe, got no... maybe the director thought it was lesbian instead of thespian and that's why he hired him. you had that joke planned <laughs> I did actually. That, was, that one's all me baby um no i don't get it though like he played like this weird preacher dude and one of the kids' dads like i, I just i just don't get why he was there like it it was it was bizarre to see him there yeah it, it made no sense like i didn't realize he was in it and i was like what the fuck i think i when he when he was on screen what the fuck is he in this movie right. for well because other than um other than Clint Howard, he was he was really only the was he really like the only kind of big name? Oh yeah, oh yeah, he's the only one that I knew at least. There's no one else in here that uh, I'm sure <laughs> other people have done stuff, but nothing uh, crazy. Yeah, porn. <laughs> I think there was actually a couple. Isn't Andrea Evans the woman who played like the uh, the 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 woman who's trying to the she's mistress? she's trying to yeah she's the mistress and she tries to seduce the ice cream man isn't she, she's actually oh, she a, might be I think she's a porn star in oh, real life. Well, it would make sense with Paul Paul Norman yeah in that role too and he, he was actually credited as Norman Epstein in this movie oh oh he's got a had to get her, had to hide it a he's little bit <laughs> um, this movie was also originally made to have a PG thirteen. Uh, rating, which oh, is really, really odd to me. It's like, yeah, who, who can we get to direct a PG-13 movie? Oh, porn. Oh, yeah. Porn yeah, guy. Yeah. Porn director. <laughs> it, seems <legit. laughs> it seems to make perfect sense, right? Yeah. Well, and there was that whole other storyline that they never even go into on the girl's mom that is, like, having fits where her dad's saying that the angel oh, yeah. is the angel. But you don't... You they see never that go one into clip it. of it, no. and then you never hear anything about it again. It was oh, the weirdest part to have I didn't even there. think about that. Again. Like, what was the purpose of porn. it? Porn. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was surprised with his background. There weren't any scenes where he's like, all right, now we're going to make the ice cream. Cut scene, new scene, close up on the bowl. <laughs> I mean, some of that music was close. It was, <laughs> that music was, was terrible. Is, is there any highlight of this movie for anyone? Like, is there any part of it that you just loved? I I have one. There was there was uh so, he he keeps um, out outside of the the uh, rundown building that he's taking care of or that he's using to make ice cream, he has like uh, windmill sunflowers mm-hmm. that are stuck in the ground, and. Nurse Wharton is batshit crazy also, so she comes out and you just kind of naturally think, like, this is the reaction you would get from her. But yeah. she's watching him take care of these plastic flowers. And uh, she's like, they're so beautiful. I wish you would plant one in my yard. <laughs> and it's like, okay, par for the course because she's nuts too. But then the cops show up and they look at them and they comment on them like they're real flowers. Mm-hmm. The one cop goes... Man, how do you get those daisies to grow like that? It's incredible. <laughs> and then they pan down and then it's... They're spinning. It's fake spinning flowers. I'm like, what the hell was that? Well, what was is this supposed to be like... They say, we need flowers. Like, it wasn't a joke. Like, it wasn't... Like, he says it completely serious. I'm like, what What did he that? keep pouring on them, though? Uh, like that powdery... Like the same powdery substance that he was putting in the ice, in cream. The ice cream. Yeah. I, which I assumed was, like, ground-up ground bodies or something yeah. like that. I would, I would love to see, like, Scream Factory or Arrow... 
do a, a collector's edition of this movie. Why? Only because I want to see like the the thirty years later documentaries where people are talking about it and like and a commentary like with the director and with Clint Hot like there's Clint Howard. A, like I want that because there's a there's a ver- oh sorry go ahead no no I say I I want to know what they talk about I want to know how they respond to this movie thirty years later there's a version on uh, you remember Joe Bob Briggs yeah the. Uh, he would present Monster Vision. He would, yeah, he would present movies from Monster Vision. Which he's doing that for Shutter. Is he really? Yeah, they're doing. Um, I don't. Oh. Know if, I don't know if they did it already, but he was doing something uh, where he was going to come back and he was going to curate because they have Shutter I think TV. I did hear about that. Yeah. He was going to curate. I think a whole day's worth of. Uh, On YouTube, there's a version of this movie where it was the the Joe Bob Briggs presentation, and he really? has and he has Clint Howard on it. Really? Talking about it a bit. Yeah, I scanned Ooh. through it because it was I had already watched the movie, but then I I saw that that was on there, so I. I'd like to go back and hear what Clint Howard has yeah. to say about it. Well, he clearly loves it because he wanted to go back and make a sequel. I think I think that he knows exactly what this movie is. Oh, sure, is. Like, yeah. No, no one's fooling anybody. Whether whether, And I think even when this movie was made, I don't think anybody was fooling anybody. It just probably turned out worse than even they had imagined. <laughs> what, do you you think, know? what do you think Ron Howard thinks of his brother? <laughs> like, I think Ron Howard loves his brother. I, I, I'm, I think, sure he, I'm sure he does, but he sees him making this stuff. And Ron I think Howard Ron is... Howard wishes he could probably do schlocky stuff like that and not be held in such a high regard. <laughs> you he think does. so? Kind of. I mean, wouldn't you? Like, if you're, It'd be fun, yeah. If you're Ron Howard, like you have a you have a reputation to keep. Like, you mm-hmm. can't go off and just do schlocky, stupid stuff, even if you like it. True. At least most of them can't. You have to you be know? on episodes of This Is Us. <laughs> Wasn't that? Yeah, yes. he was on this. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because he was directing a movie with Sylvester Stallone that oh the, yeah. that the uh, I, Green Arrow was in. I think the most thing that Ron Green Howard, Arrow? Kevin, Kevin, isn't he the guy who played in, Green Arrow? In what? Kevin, yeah. The, oh, Justin Hartley. Justin Hartley. Justin yeah, Hartley. he was. Yeah, he's Green he was, Arrow. Isn't yeah, he? in uh, Smallville. And he was uh, oh, in Smallville. That. He was. Oh, in Smallville. Yeah. Wasn't he also Aquaman in the uh, in the pilot? No, he was only he was only an Aquaman for one pilot, and that was actually before he was Green Arrow in Smallville. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that, uh, but yeah, that was way, mm-hmm. way before. Now I want to watch Smallville even more. Oh, it's good. <laughs> it's it's good. It. Brian and I powered through like the entire series in like six months, <laughs> which I'm, is a lot to watch. I might have to, is it on anything? I might have to watch. Yeah, I think it's on. They, Brian has Brian has them all on yeah. DVD. <laughs> sorry, this is probably not not yeah, good sorry. conversation. Brian knows about Smallville. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think like with like with Ron Howard though, like he did Arrested Development where he could just kind of have fun and just narrate this yeah. like stupid comedy show. But like, yeah, but that was still taken seriously. Like he could never do something like this right. and get away with it. Yeah. Um, but he also puts Clint Howard in all of his movies mm-hmm. as a as usually serious characters. He's got. I mean, so he's actually a, a good the, actor when I he's agree. like when he's put into good roles. You know. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when they gave him they they gave him the Lifetime Achievement Award? I do remember for the that. MTV Movie Awards. Yep, that made me so happy because uh, you always see like I don't know like who gets Lifetime Achievement Awards like uh, um, uh, Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> I, get, I get like Meryl Streep and yeah. yeah and people like just like high caliber actors and so I I've always loved Clint Howard. He's kind of mm-hmm. like the this is gonna sound mean but I I mean it in a kind of a endearing way. It's like the lovable loser, you know. Mm-hmm. So. I thought that was really cool when they did that. Yeah. Well, in, in this movie, <laughs> speaking of that, the poor chubby kid. Tuna. They're so mean to that kid. <laughs> they really were. Even even the ice cream man is so mean to him. <laughs> He's like calling him fat boy from behind the dumpster. <laughs> it's so terrible. Come on, fat boy. <laughs> uh, 
Oh wait, would you say? Did you t- say what your favorite part was? Oh uh, no, my my favorite part was the uh, at the very end. He has the two cops' heads on a stick, <laughs> and it, and and it reminded me a lot of like Reanimator with the, the severed head from Reanimator. Mm-hmm. And I loved it was a very small little detail, but I loved. And this is probably just the the mechanics of the head, mm-hmm. but he was moving his fingers, like pulling on like a string was, or something. Or yeah. Like, to make the mouths yeah. move. So it was probably just part of the mechanics of the head, but it reminded me of like, he's like pulling the muscles in like the, mm-hmm. in the heads. I think well, one, one of them move. fell off. They were actually ice cream scoops. Oh, were they? You know how ice cream scoops have the little yeah. trigger on them? Is that that's, what it was? That was what it was supposed to be, oh, which totally okay. wouldn't work at all. But no. <laughs> that's what it was. Wait, you mean something in this movie is unrealistic? <laughs> no what? way. But I did love that, though. He's like, that scene went on almost for a little bit too long. Oh, but he's did, just yeah. walking around having conversations with these two heads. I didn't, I didn't know you boys had such a great sense of humor. <laughs> And then the one falls off, and he's just like, "Shut up! You're not funny." (laughs) (laughs) I love. And he was running with them at one point, wasn't he? When he was chasing after the kid, didn't he have both of them in his hands? So I'm like, "What the hell is this guy doing?" I loved it. I I thought that part was just hysterical. Jay, did you have a favorite part? Uh, I liked when he took the eyeball out, and then he like stuck the the pole through there, and he got just like a, a piece of the eyeball, like a round part. And then the guy ate it. Yeah. yeah. What is it? It's like if you're trying to decor an apple. Yeah, I was, was gonna, gonna say decor. it's like a yeah. cherry pitter or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Ugh, gross. Uh, is there anything else to say about this? Uh, <laughs> no, the lack of not. urgency of the cops walking through the yeah. the asylum was blowing my mind. Especially the one, like the one, eventually started to run because he started being attacked by the yeah. in, the inmates. But the one is like. It was almost like he was purposely walking slower and yeah. pushing back on them a little bit. Like, <laughs> I'll walk however, the, however fast I want to. And it and went on forever. And he just, like, s- slowly strolls out to the car. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing, man? And, like, just shoves them off at the end as he's getting in the car because they followed him out. Mm-hmm. That was the most ridiculous part of the whole thing. I'm like, anybody in that situation is going to bolt. Like, it, no one's just going to be like, And that whole, that whole part, it was like it was two separate movies. Yeah. yeah, like that. That whole you could have probably done in a, a completely separate terrible movie just based on that yeah. scene. And there yeah, was another part too that sh- that you uh, forgot about kind of from the beginning, and then it comes back at the end. He just, did you find my dog? Where's my dog? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, I forgot her dog's gone. Aww. He had to rewind that part a couple times because you hear the click of the gun, mm-hmm. and at first, and it, this would have been so much funnier, but she walks up and says, "Did you find my dog?" And he picks his gun up and like uncocks it. Because you can hear the click of the gun. I thought he picked it up and pointed at it and pointed it at her <laughs> and took a shot, but it like clicked because there was no ammo. That would have been so been, funny. That would have been the best ending. Mm-hmm. So no, there's uh, there's not a whole lot more to say about this movie. Yeah, it's, it's just um, it's terrible. Can't we talked this long about. Yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible, but it's fun. I would say like watch it with a group of people for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's absolutely. Not... This is this is definitely a popcorn and beer kind yeah. of movie. Yeah. Like, it's a definitely. movie you can you will and can talk through. Yeah. yeah. Bring it over like, to your future in laws' house. Yeah. And <laughs> have a movie popcorn have a nice night with little them. Night. Yeah. Well, bring over one of uh, uh, the director's other movies for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think. <laughs> Just to test Edward the waters. An- sure. Anal screams was a was a good one for. <laughs> I I still I still want to know about in the rear, in the rear too. Why is there a sequel? Uh yeah, that's it. That's Ice Cream Man. Yep. That's all, all right. we need to say. So uh, switching gears uh, for going to 2017 for a movie called Ice Cream Truck. Yep. 
It was pretty pretty big departure. It was a man. As what far the, as the truck? <laughs> now it's a truck. <laughs> now it's a whole truck. Uh, this movie fared way better. Yes. Yeah. Way better. Uh, it's directed by uh, uh, Megan or Megan. M-E-G-A-N. Megan or Megan. That Megan. would be Megan. That's how everyone in the world spells yeah. Megan. Mike I don't know. or Meek? <laughs> Which one I don't is know. it? <laughs> she looks like a Megan to me. Megan, um, So, Megan Friels Johnson. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mary moves back to... <laughs> Mary moves back to her suburban hometown to find the suburbs are scarier in more ways than she ever remembered. I love this movie. I actually I really, really I enjoyed it. Too, yeah, it was um, good. It, it had its issues. It wasn't uh, wasn't a perfect movie by any, sure. any stretch of the imagination, but um, but I really liked it. The first thing that you see in the movie, the 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 camera opens and you see the, the shot of these trees, and I looked at Jen and I go. Already better than Ice Cream Man. Yes. It's just trees. Ex, 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 no, the opening was actually almost exactly like Ice Cream Man, right down to the music. It was very Did you notice the music no, see, in the beginning? I, I really like, liked the music in the this. The music was very Halloween. Loved it. It was very John Carpenter. The, not the first, like yeah, maybe throughout the rest of the movie, but the the music in the very first, like in the very beginning. Did you watch the same movie twice? <laughs> I think you might have. No, the music in the very beginning. I was like, when it, when I was watching the opening, I I was like, I think this purposely <laughs> drew inspiration on from Ice Cream. I don't know because because on my on my notes I have from the very beginning the music is sweet, very John yeah. Carpenter esque. Like yeah, but I what, loved you, it. what do you know about music? Uh, we'll yeah. wait and see if Jim's notes are all exactly the same for the first movie. <laughs> He's like, this movie also sucks, <laughs> and we'll know. <laughs> Um, no, so yeah. I thought the Halloween thing in the beginning yeah. too, and the shots of like the streets, yeah, and the, the shots, people. yeah, like, the, the, anytime you see a horror movie that is set in the suburbs and it's a shot straight down the sidewalk and there's like any kind of like bushes or hedges on the side, yeah. instantly all I think of is Halloween. Oh yeah, and I think that they they absolutely set that up on purpose. It had to have been. Like I said, the, the very John Carpenter-esque kind of uh, soundtrack, that those shots, is very much setting up that suburban kind of horror, slow burny kind of feel. I, and mm -hmm. I think, too, because it's one of those... People are so familiar with those movies that it puts them in a certain zone right away sure. when they see that, right? Sure. Mm -hmm. So if they do that in a modern movie, it, it puts you right back to that, even if it's been years since you've seen it. You sure, know? sure. It's, it's almost like, uh, it's like psychology. It's like yeah. movie psychology. Yeah. Like they know how to get you where they want you to be by showing you something familiar, but not completely the same. Exactly. I... I, I, I yeah, I, th I think you're you're absolutely right about that. Um, so yeah, so Mary uh, is a is a, a wife, a mother, and she uh, is moving back to her hometown. Her husband and two kids though are stuck in uh, Seattle, Seattle uh, where they were finishing up school, and they were going to meet her there uh, in about a week. Yeah. So the whole movie is basically her meeting her uh, neighbors. Uh, she gets in invited to a, uh, a graduation, graduation party. Mm -hmm. She doesn't know anyone. Gets high with with the with the kid who's graduating and, her, and his girlfriend, and uh, it's just, the whole movie is just kind of like her fumbling her way through these couple of days, where she's alone and she has nothing and she's in a house with no furniture, and uh, well, there's some furniture, because there's a delivery guy, who kicks off the movie, which is fantastic <laughs> in the creepiest of ways. Oh, so good. <laughs> Jeff Daniel Phillips plays this delivery guy mm -hmm. who's just. I mean, come on! How how could you have resisted him? Oh God, no! Yeah, absolutely, it's like six four. He's got so that creepy. just that like beefy handlebar mustache, mm. and just, he just oozing there. sex. He just stands yeah, there, and, like exactly. creeps behind her, and like 
That's Ooh. how you. That's how you get the gals. No, it is not. That's <laughs> how you end up in prison. If you don't know who Jeff Daniel Phillips is, watch uh, a Rob uh, Zombie movie. Watch Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, portrayed it as just oozing sex, and all I imagine is a, a lava oozing out of a volcano, like where it just slowly rolls out, and I just imagine cum just slowly, just, <laughs> just for forever, just keeps slowly rolling and rolling while he's standing there with his hands on his hips. <laughs> Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> that sounds like one of Paul Norman's movies. <laughs> Where's it coming from, though? <laughs> Just from within. From his pores <laughs> oozing out of his face. Oh, oh that's just sick. Oh, jeez. Oh. Yeah, like, I would be. I think we need to put a parental advisory <laughs> sticker on the uh, on the cover of this one this Probably. week. Call, call up D. Snyder. We need his people. I um, would be sufficiently creeped out if this scene had happened to yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that yeah. was one of the things that I'm we were joking, talking about. Obviously. How, well, no, I know, but <laughs> like that was one of the things that we were talking about is that a lot of it felt so awkward. But then I thought about it, I'm like that it, that would be awkward. Like those sure. scenarios would be awkward. So it was very realistic. Almost. Yeah. So it's pretty. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, say outside of of uh, Jeff Daniel Phillips' character, mm-hmm. like every like John was saying, every interaction that Mary has with all of her neighbors <clears> is like <throat> super awkward. I actually looked at her. So I'm getting like a Stepford Wives yeah. Yeah. sort of vibe from from the three uh, three bitches that come in and, and introduce <laughs> these, them. these three bitches. Well, it's very it's very kind of satirical, like uh, like a satirical take on suburbia. Yeah. yeah. You had the really really super nosy neighbor. Who doesn't know how to use a garden tool to save her life? <laughs> well, she's not. I mean, she's not even using it. She basically needed an excuse to like sit and eavesdrop on her neighbors. So she was like, she's like digging at one single rose that's planted she out was by just the street. Patting the yeah. side of it well, like did you notice what she was doing? What? There's another rose down the way, another mm-hmm. rose bush that's planted in the ground at ground level. All she did was like, like kept piling dirt on the base of the rose. <laughs> yeah. like she wasn't doing anything uh-huh. to it. <laughs> And then she kept patting it with the side of the. And and then there was the and then there was the, the very hedge trimmers. Then there was the very so she was the the eavesdropper, the very nosy neighbor. There was the very judgmental, like perfect mother who you know she came jogging up and she's yep. she's like, oh, you're a jogger. <laughs> How do you find the time? You know, like like I'm too. Oh, bi- she was I'm a, a bitch. I'm, in a, that I'm yeah. a busy mother. You know, like yeah. I. And then there's the and then there was the like the typical like. Like trying to be sort of cool, like oh, don't listen to these bitches, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. And so, it, like I said, it was kind of it was kind of satirical. Yeah, like, these are these are people who you know on your own block. It's just they were kind of amped up a little. Sure, bit. Yeah. sure. Um, and then the lady, the one that lived directly next to her, was just the worst. Yeah, she she was it, awful. Everything she said just. Well, Ugh. and like you but said, Mary the, was a little awkward too, though. Like in the beginning, yeah. like like she didn't know what to say either, so it was yeah. awkward on both sides. Yeah. Which again, very realistic. Sure. I'd imagine that that's exactly how that would have gone down. Well, especially when all you want to say is, "Hey, tell your son not to spray me with a fucking hose." Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> you just want to tell the person to control their child, but you know you can't. Yep. Right. But it it was like it was also like the whole the whole time like every the facial. Uh, expressions between the two of them there was like a conversation going on but then their faces were telling a completely different yes. story yep. that's kind of funny yep. and then when she walked back in the house and was like mocking her with everything she, I was like I can totally relate I've mm-hmm. done that in conversations <laughs> so then getting to the uh, the ice cream truck itself mm-hmm. there's this what an amazing ice cream truck by the way oh it's like super old school, old school yeah it's like a very old school ice cream truck the ice cream man explains to a character at one point in time because uh 
I think the girl asked for like a good humor bar or, or Nestle Crunch bar, and yeah. he said, he said uh, he had a very weird way of talking. It was very old school. It was like very like old time. He's like, I don't, uh, I don't believe in prepackaged treats. It's prepackaged confections. It's only handmade ice cream and and uh, and milkshakes. You know, right. <laughs> like I, that's a that's a cool truck. I want like a real well, ice that, cream man to come to my right. as long as that, he doesn't kill me. Right. Right. Ice like, cream that uh, shake maker he has. Mm-hmm. I have one of those. Do you? I have a really old school from like the fifties shake maker. Yeah. I'm gonna stab you in the head with it. Oh, <laughs> that scene that's the, the 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 logistics of that scene make no sense no. but it was still a really good scene i figured she was gonna go in the mouth like down the throat with it this isn't a norman movie huh <laughs> this isn't a norman right, i think wrong, wrong that actually happens in a movie though what movie is that uh happy uh happy birthday to me she doesn't she like skewer the guy in the throat no, there's actually there's actually a movie specifically where somebody puts one of those shake spinners down somebody's throat. I can't oh, remember. Oh, was it, it a is. Shakespeare movie? It <laughs> <laughs> was pretty good actually. That was good. <laughs> um but then there's so there's some weird kind of twists and turns yeah. and different levels of stuff that's going on well, in this movie. One of the reasons yeah. one of the reasons that the neighbor gives her such weird looks at one point in time is because she asks what her and her husband do and she goes, "Oh, my husband is a, a lawyer or something like that." And she goes, uh, "I'm a freelance writer." And so she goes, "Oh, you mean oh. like Oh, you mean like Huffington Post?" No, she goes, <laughs> or is she the Huffington or the the Huff, Huffington Huff Poe, or did she say Huff, Huff Poe? Huff Poe, no, is that what it was? She, she had a weird, I thought she said Huff She had a weird way of saying it. Though. You're just used to hearing people say Huff Poe all the time. Yeah, or she Huffington said it Post or something like that. I don't know, she no, said it she weird. Said it right. Like she wasn't like totally hip, but she right. knew what it was. Mm. Um, but anyway, so she looks at her like she's like crazy, like, oh, oh, you do that? Well, she says, she Pity says, on you. she like, says, do you work or you, do you only do stuff in the home? Yeah, yeah. Shut up. Uh-huh. You bitch. <laughs> and, I'm t- she was just terrible. Yeah. And then every time, and then when she finally does tell her she's a writer, she still has this like, oh, so it's not a real job. Yeah, right. exactly, right. exactly. So, uh, <laughs> so she gets invited to this. Um, uh, gets invited to this Grand gradu- party. graduation party where she knows no one. Mm-hmm. She sees the the son. Uh, we're giving away a lot of spoilers because. Oh yeah, I I meant know. to I meant to say that like there are some twists in this movie and like like I said different yep. levels of stuff going on. So don't, we're gonna have to talk about the ending. So. Yeah, don't don't listen to this unless you go watch this movie. Yeah, and it first. is good. We can it's, actually recommend this one. It is good. Uh, yeah. It's on Vudu. It's on uh, it's on uh, iTunes. Yeah, anywhere you can rent movies. Right, it's pretty much anywhere. On. That's yeah. So go watch it uh, first. Yeah. So she gets she gets ends up getting high with the son who's graduating and his girlfriend, mm-hmm. and uh, she talks about how like like she she hates the fact that she had a lot of kids kind of young and she I, she was she misses being young and being able to do certain things mm-hmm. or whatever she misses her husband she's by her like everything's kind of awkward for her. She didn't say she hates the fact. She said she well, wouldn't. Well, she's she almost is a little bit resentful. I didn't get that at all. I I, mm-hmm. I, I did because she goes, well, you're making me feel young again. Or she always brings up the fact, like it, it, it gets brought up uh, a couple of times, you know, about how she feels older than she actually is. Well, but at one point she even says, she even tells the the one lady that like I wouldn't trade it for the world. She well, said I did so have my son young, but, but I wouldn't change it. I think it's, I think it's just they 
focus more on the fact that she's basically got a week of freedom here to where she can act young again if she wants to. Well, so yeah, she starts to. We're not we're not terribly far off in how we're approaching this. I think I'm just she, saying I don't think she ever alludes to the fact that she's resentful that I she think, had kids I young. I just picked that up from her actions. Oh. Like cuz cuz she was always talking about him when she was by herself it's all she could think about. She put on a pair of her old jeans at one point in time just to feel young again. You know, mm-hmm. she was she was she was hanging out with these 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 younger kids smoking uh, smoking doobies smoking right. some doobs like <laughs> it was everything kind of was rushing back at her and one of the women at the the grad party because <clears> they're <throat> the, the super cunts they're just like now's the time to cheat if you're going to do it you know like, mm-hmm. right, like what like, a weird thing to yeah, say to somebody a, you don't know a, or in super general weird. Mm-hmm. super weird mm-hmm. but I you think, know like i think too a lot of it was that she was she probably hasn't had a week of freedom since she had her first kid when she, she didn't was know really what to young. Do herself. So she was kind of like going through, like she was going through boxes because they had just moved. She found the shorts. She was doing things that kind of made her feel young again, but it's not something that she normally thought about. It was kind of like this was just that one point where she was like, God, it's been so long. And so she just kind of wilds out for a week. Yeah. So let's talk about, um, let's get into her kind of, Kind of the biggest part of her story, which is the neighbor kid. Yeah. Yep. So Max, the Max. Uh, the kid that was graduating. Which or, Max with the abs. Which Ugh. yeah, Max with the abs, but he's what five two. That's okay. That's a, so that's a trade off. I'd rather be six one and a little bit fluffy than five <laughs> five two and jacked. You know. So that's what I was saying. That there was something about him, like. He's attractive, and look at those abs. I'm like, but there's something about him that feels weirdly disproportionate. He was 47. And it has to be that he's short. Well, I did say, I was like, he looks like he's 25. He's not 18. <laughs> no, 47. Like, Seriously? No, no. Not, not literally, oh, but like say. I looked at his face. I was like, that guy's got... He's definitely not He's got school. makeup just caked on yeah, because he's, he's way school. older than an 18-year-old. Um, yeah, so he takes, a, he takes a shine to Mary. He does. He, uh, he comes likes over, her. He becomes her weed dealer. Because uh, that's the thing that she does now, because she's young again. Right. You know? uh, seems to see, seems to forget about the fact that his girlfriend's missing pretty quickly. Yeah, <laughs> instantaneously. Yeah, yeah. Well, which it's all explained. It's, yeah, a, it's all explained it's, toward it's, the it's, end it's, why this is kind of playing out the way it is. Mm-hmm. But um, so yeah. yeah, he he's basically he he's puts a, it on thick. He does. Puts it on real. Just thick. like his cake makeup. <laughs> he's, he, he like he basically says like, hey, if you ever need weed, just tell my mom that you need your your lawn done, mm-hmm. you know, grass, and I'll come over and give you. So she says, I need lawn work. He comes over with the grass, and mm-hmm. but then, oh wait, no, I, I really no, I actually need... need lawn work, and that's but, when she sees him with a shirt. But then for she his has nothing thing. for him to do though. She's oh oh, there's some weeds and there's like there like, like see because I think it was like this internal struggle with her where she wanted him to come over and she wanted to be around him but at the same time she wanted to feel like she had valid excuses for him to be at her house yeah because you could definitely see that she was kind of smitten because like there would be scenes where he'd be looking at one of his buddies and she'd just be kind of like. Eyeing him up, you oh, know. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, she, she was doing the, the, the cutesy, like, yeah. like yeah. poses towards him and walking well, away, shaking her butt. Well, like. because she's, a, and there's, she undergoes a transformation where she's, like, actually acting more and more like a teenager yeah. the further into the movie you go. Mm-hmm. Like, by the end, she's got her tank top and her short shorts, and she's little got the little braid in her hair, and she's, yeah. like, she's standing she's like this. She's walking down and, like, the street, and, like, she's, like, knowing what she's going to do. Mm-hmm. And kind of laughing about like like yeah right. very very yeah. kitty almost right. Um, so this whole thing moves. The one if there's one takeaway or one bad thing about the movie, it's that the movie felt like it was trying intentionally to be a slow burn instead of like naturally 
just kind of slow burn progressing. Like I felt like it was almost a little bit too intentionally written to be that kind of movie. Yeah, instead of feeling like a because slow burn like a slow, like a good slow burn movie like House of the Devil. Yeah. Even though the pace is slow, it's still like the tension is building yes. the entire time. Mm-hmm. The, there was not a lot of tension in this yeah. movie. It was just it was and, really just kind of slow paced. And unfortunately, the unfortunately the climax of the movie I think wasn't wasn't near where it needed to be. The, right. the climax ended up being between her and Max, like yeah. the literal climax. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the movie built up like their sexual tension as opposed to the ice cream man that they're also trying to build up, which that's it's going like he almost people. becomes more of a side story. Well, because I I actually th- my take on the movie is that the ice cream man is a side story. Like, did did the ice cream man represent anything to you? Did he represent well? The old, I, I, know, I feel old like I feel like he was more of a representation than an actual, like to me he represented um, like old school values. Yeah. If you think about it, the only people who who he kills in the movie are people who are doing things that kind of go against the traditional values okay, of so like he a, a different. So he, he kills the girl who's smoking dope. He kills the two kids who are having premarital sex, mm-hmm. and then he kills. Uh, Max and tries to kill um, Mary, mm-hmm. who had just engaged in adultery. That's true. I never really thought about that because he doesn't try to he doesn't try to kill her before he gives her the ice cream. Right. And he has he has that great line where he's like, "You look like you're more of a vanilla person, but tonight you're looking for something a little bit more decadent." Exactly. Like, yeah. I think you're right. I didn't pick. I did not pick that up. But I think you're absolutely yeah. right. I think that's what it was. I picked up what well, he was doing, a, but I didn't think about well, it as like even, it's very much like a serial killer trope says, too. Though you're gonna get punished if you're doing the bad stuff. Right. Yeah. You know? He even says to that guy to the to the other the guy who uh, he kills after him and the the girl were gonna they were gonna shack up for the weekend or whatever and the guy's like really dude like this is your shtick this is what you do and he's like uh he says he says some some traditions are sacred and the ice cream truck is one of them Mm -hmm. you know and like it it's and he's and he's the embodiment of old old uh, like old world tradition you know what i mean Like he's the one that's keeping the neighborhood pure. Right. It's that suburbanite type of. Uh, yeah, he's clean. He's cleaning out all the the trash so that he, he can. God. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, he had no he had no real reason to follow. Certain the people. one guy, except for that he announced the fact that he was going to get laid, and then that's when he. Well, I think I think he was more of a supernatural entity than anything well he well he wasn't by. he wasn't real at all it turns out so yeah. <laughs> spoilers Spoiler. i already said it was Jesus. we already said there was going to be heavy spoilers by um, the way he max is five nine five nine yeah right <laughs> they always add a few inches on the internet camera i adds can't four find inches. his age though which is strange i guarantee he's like 58 <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so, so you get to the you get to the climax of the movie though and uh max and uh, max and mary end up uh doing the most it's it's easily one of the most disappointing sexual <laughs> encounters I've ever seen. Well, if, sure. you, if you think about it, her her transition back to being young again, like she's it it's kind of like a the first time you had sex. It's yeah, it's kind of like an adolescent yeah. sex session. Kinda. Like it literally like it's lasted over in 10 though, It literally right. lasted like twenty seconds. And then tops. he's just like, oh, that was, that was awesome. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> but think no, think about sex scenes in movies though. When's the last time you saw a really long sex scene in a movie? It's always over quick. Well, sh- I mean, <laughs> unless you're uh, watching The Room, that Tommy Wiseau <laughs> movie, because that goes on way too long. There's a movie called Taking Lives with Angelina Jolie and Ethan Hawke mm-hmm. that has a 
th that sex scene is like uncomfortably long. <laughs> and the fact that they're banging with pictures of dead bodies around him is weird too. Yeah, but that's just hot. But yeah. Um, no, I mean, I guess you're right. I don't think that it was intended to, to, like, to be sped up though or anything like that. I think it was literally just that right. long. <laughs> what do you make some valid point? Like when you're that young and especially the fact that like for him, that was quite, you can't the... hold your oysters. <laughs> you can't hold your oysters. For, for Max, Gross. it was, it was quite the, uh, oh, sick. Oh my God. It was like, quite the like accomplishment. Like my throat. Oh. <laughs> God, oh my God! All right, Just let Jen Sick. talk for a second for crying out loud. It was kind of like it was quite the the conquest for Max. Yeah, because he got the older That's married true. woman. Because he true. was, I mean, he obviously he was sexually active. You could sure. tell just by the game yeah. that he had. But he, yeah, this was like, I mean, this is a new and exciting thing for him, having a woman who was probably twice his age. Yeah. Even though he was probably twice her age in real life. <laughs> well, while I get like the excitement of it, if you were going to cheat on your husband with a bunch of nosy neighbors with an 18 year old that is your neighbor's son, are you really going to do it in the middle of a park on a playground? Yes. Uh, yeah. Why not? It just seems like it's one of those things you would be a bit more like hiding that 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 happened i mean i get that it adds to the excitement of it all but well yeah. i mean how far away was somerset park from the neighborhood because if you got that nosy the nosy neighbor if you have it's him true. in your house yeah, yeah would have seen him come in right that's true it's very true. true um okay so so we get to the we get to the end though and uh and yeah so they 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 do the deed and the ice cream man is right there with a knife waiting to slice and dice him he's he's 28 He's a, he's a very old looking twenty eight. So he yeah. was like what twenty six when this was filmed. Probably yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry. So go ahead. Yeah, no, so 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 the ice cream man is uh, is is hunting him down as as he should be doing. That's what he does. Um, and uh, and and yeah, he chases him around for a bit. He kills he kills Max in a really in a really well like <clears throat> non. Like I said the the climax of the movie should have been the the big the big ending scene with the two of them and the ice cream man like that should have been the climax of the movie right and it was over before it started like i looked at jen and i go yeah. that was very anticlimactic like yeah. there like, nothing really happened like i right. don't know if i don't know if uh if the writer of the movie i don't know if it was the if the director wrote it it was almost as though you know this is an early movie in her career too she's only done one other feature uh the director so it's mm -hmm. like obviously this is this is an early go in her career as well and I'm wondering if the person who wrote it just maybe didn't have a real big grasp on how to make a climactic ending. Mm. And so they did the best that they could. You know what I'm saying? It almost came off that way to me. So I'm not putting any fault on anybody. I think that it's just a, it's a was, good movie, but it, you know, but it's, was it's the, got some faults. The real climactic ending is supposed to be the twist at the end? Yeah. Yeah, but even with twists, though, you 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 build up. You want to finish that story out that you're building throughout the whole movie. Though, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, because it, that pretty much just happens, and then afterwards, she like wakes up or whatever, and or you see her sitting on her front porch after everything happens, and her husband pulls up. Mm -hmm. She kisses her kids, and she kisses her husband. She says that she misses him, and then she looks at the neighbor. The neighbor's out there, but she's way more normal. Then you see Max. Yeah, she's still she's still weird. kind of like she's, she's still weird, like but clipping yeah. the hedges, the same spot of the hedges that she's right. been clipping the entire movie. And then Max walks by with his girlfriend who was killed in the beginning of it. Mm -hmm. uh, let's say, anyway, wait, wait, what the fuck? How is she alive? And I think me, I think we both realized at the same time, like, mm -hmm. oh fuck, <coughs> she's an author. Mm -hmm. She was bored at the house right. and met all these weird people and wrote a story and wrote a story about right. it. Yep. yep. 
Because she saw the ice cream truck go by in the beginning. It didn't stop. It didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. She just, she mentioned it to her husband. She's yeah. like, we have an ice cream truck in our neighborhood. And she's like, it's kind of weird. It's and he like actually, creepy. which seems Asked weird, but I feel phone. like that's pretty normal. Yeah, it is. But I didn't understand why that was weird that there was an ice cream truck in the neighborhood. Well, they live but... in Seattle. It's, it's probably, they, mm, I'm true. guessing they don't have ice cream trucks, it's right? I don't know. fish market, though. They do. <laughs> they have the fish truck. <laughs> a guy, Frozen. a guy driving down the street, handing out uh, tasty frozen frozen fish to children. <laughs> so gross. Um, but yeah, so it's like it was kind of a mind fuck at the end. I'm like, oh, and it oh, made me like sense. the movie a lot more actually yeah. because it all mm-hmm. made Sorry. sense suddenly. You're just like, oh, oh shit. But then, mm-hmm. but yes. then real life bleeds back into. So it's kind of there's like two twists at the end because you. you there's no, there's no like defining moment in the movie where you're going from real life to fantasy, yeah. like her story that she's writing, or if it's jumping back and forth. Sure. And then you see um, her family comes home. You start and, to think that everything you saw was part of the story, right. including her moving in, the moving guy, and then, everything. And then her and her husband go to walk into the house and... and out the window, you see creepy move, uh, mm-hmm. moving guy from the beginning. Jeff Daniel Phillips is, standing, smoking a cigarette, and just like looking through the window. And, yeah, it's yeah. which is you said that there. There's actually plans to make. She wants to make it. She or she's toyed with the idea of making a sequel that revolves around Jeff Daniel Phillips' character, right. which I, I'm totally on board for. Yeah, so it'd, it'd be very cool. It'd be weird to see where they take that character though, because he. He didn't come across as like a killer, more as like a predator, you know. Yeah, sure, yeah. Well, which is good though because it can be a completely different kind of movie, right? Yeah. You know, you're you're not just gonna have like the same thing again. Yeah. I see more. I would see more of like a home invasion. Yeah. Type movie with that. I completely agree. Um, there was oh, the a, a thing that you brought up to me. Mm-hmm. There's a she walks past she walks down a street called Baird. At oh one yeah, point, she does. Yep. Which is my last name. You don't see that name very often, so it's kind of cool. Was, and it was like very well lit too. Before you uh, before you go on, mm-hmm. there was one scene in the movie that Jen was shocked that I even noticed, mm-hmm. and it, it's a dead giveaway that things are not real. Yeah. Yep. A dead giveaway. What is it? So when one of the girls uh, or, the, or the guy, it was the guy that was with. Um, when they go to do yard work at Mary's house, yeah. one of the friends leaves to go basically get laid mm-hmm. by his girlfriend. And uh, the ice cream truck pulls up in front of her house and he ends up getting two cones mm-hmm. uh, for them. Mm-hmm. And when he walks away from the truck, it's a long shot. So you're like, it's basically the cameras at the house and you're looking at him at the street. Mm-hmm. And when he walks around, he's doing this. There's, There's no, no ice cream, cream cones in his hands at all. Really? Mm-hmm. Nothing. I saw it and Jen's like, yes, there were. I said, no, they weren't. He had nothing. And at the time, I thought this was a continuity era. Sure. Like, like, like they just didn't have like the funds to get ice cream cones. <laughs> and like, well, it's far away. No one will notice. Yeah. Like, that's kind of what I thought. It was like a, yeah. a or like it ma- it's kept melting, so they did the shot without it or something. Like, yeah. That's and, what and I said. In the very next scene, it was melting all over his right. arms. Mm-hmm. But uh, we, we round it, and I, I, I paused. I go, there's no fucking ice cream in his hands. Like, he's literally like, pantomiming ice cream cones yep. in his hands. So you think that's like where the... That's exactly what it was. Like where the, the fantasy one, aspect of it came. It's the one thing in the movie that tells you something ain't right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something's not right. What you're seeing. I'd, act, I'd actually now that I know the entire movie, I'd like to go back and watch it again, yeah. just and to see, see if there's any more clues. Yeah. yeah. That tip you off to whether it's real or not. I like I like this movie. The more I think about it, I, I think it's mm-hmm. really good. I see. Like I I I wanted to know what other people thought about it, so I was reading reviews and stuff, and it seemed like nobody, like even people, like even writers for like big publications mm-hmm. didn't really get what was going on. 
Really? Yeah, they're just like the ending is completely inexplicable, and uh, and there's just no reason for it. I'm like, did you? I mean, did you watch the movie and actually think about are, it? Are right. we smarter than them? Maybe well, I think there's a very good possibility that, that in my life. the the ice cream, the guy with the fake ice cream, at leads to one of the best kills in the entire movie. Which one's that? The, where uh, she just gets bludgeoned to oh, death with the ice cream scoop. <laughs> like he's hitting her over and over, and Mike's like. Is that an ice cream scooper? I'm like, yeah, sure. It was an interesting point of view for that kill too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's uh, he puts her up against a wall, and then the point of view that you're getting while he's bashing her in the head with the ice cream scoop is like it's almost like you see people with the GoPros where it's um like on there like it's strapped. It's to like chest. strapped to their chest. That's yeah. kind of the point of view you had for that kill because Kinda, he yeah. was hitting up here, like way above the camera. Yeah. It's kind of strange. And then he just goes and takes a piss. Yep. for a long time like that ho- that scene like going into the bathroom yeah. and watching and then it was like an obstructed view mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like but it kind of worked like it made it and at one point it's kind of what the hell was he doing because he was he was like bent over after he was done being he was like cleaning up the washing it looked, or something. It looked like washing he, his face oh is that what he's doing uh, yeah. I, I was gonna say doing, it looked yeah. like he put something in his mouth like he's yeah. rinsing well, he his did mouth that too, or something he, like that he did that but then he was doing something else and i was like he's like cleaning the bathroom while he's mm-hmm. <laughs> probably to wash with blood i'd imagine but it's weird. Yep. Oh, I like this movie. Yeah, I, 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 I liked it a lot too. Actually, I could, I, I could Shockingly. probably actually, yeah, I could probably actually talk more about it. But I, I think that people should just watch it. And mm-hmm. yeah, we've we've already given away pretty much 90 percent yes, of the given, movie. Yeah, so. most. <laughs> but most it's still, it's absolutely worth a watch. Don't take our word for it. Like <clears throat> watch it. And granted, we gave away the ending, so hopefully you've stopped to listen, listen, and watched it before. Uh, you got here. There was, uh, sorry, just one more thing. There was one weird detail that I noticed at the end when her husband and the kids show up. Um, did you guys notice that? So the husband had like passing resemblance to the ice cream man as far as his hairstyle and stuff goes. The son looked almost identical to Max, but like a younger version. Uh, I didn't pick up and on the that. daughter looked like the girl who was bludgeoned to death. I did not notice that. Mm-mm. I didn't know if it was like, because by that point I had already realized like, oh, this was all a, a fantasy. Like this was just a story that she was telling. So I wondered if her being an author, she would write details into the story yeah, that like had to with. do with her. Yeah, like, so. Yeah, maybe. Because out of them, Max is the only one she ever actually meets. She doesn't meet so the she guy. She writes the a story about banging a guy that looks like her son. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I could yep, see, I, I could see the ice cream man one. That would make sense. She's pulling his look yeah. off of somebody she knows, and the same with the the girl that gets killed. But um, I actually almost think the son maybe looked a little bit more like the guy that was um, that got stabbed, that was banging his girlfriend. I still have to. I still have my rental available yep. to me. I'm going to pull the scene up for you and you guys and show it to you after this. Okay. But cool. yeah, that's uh that's it. That's Ice Cream Truck from 2017. Go give it a watch because it's How'd good. you like it, Jay? <laughs> 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 um all right. Well, if you want to find us on social media, you can find us on SoundCloud, Instagram, and Facebook at the Buzzed Kill Podcast. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzed Kill PC. Find us on iTunes and all those cool groovy places. We should be on Spotify. We should. We should. I, that uh, you, you're not. You're not saying like go check Spotify because we should be there. You're saying we should get our stuff on Spotify. Maybe that's we what should, we, should we should try should, to we do. We should look into that. We should look into that. Yeah. Um. Give us five stars. Let us know what yeah. your favorite ice give cream us, flavor is. Give us five scoops. 
Give us five scoops. <laughs> Perfect. If you want to yeah. find J-Rod, you can find me on all social media at Ocean Recording and also check out www.oceanrecordingstudio.com for all your fantastic audio needs. If you want to find Jen, just uh, I look her up in Europe or Nashville or California, <laughs> where the hell she's going to be. <laughs> Sweden to Vegas. To Vegas to Sweden. Heartburn to Jen. So, uh, also, you can find her on Twitter at... Roommate Jen. Roommate Jen. There you go. So, cool. That's it. Go. Tasty. Cheers, boys. Cheers, boys. And lady. Make sounds because these cans... Where'd we get bottles? <laughs>